This is the year where we're going to take care of ourselves. And one amazing way to do that is by using Care of. Care of is a subscription service that ships high quality, personalized vitamins, supplements, and powders conveniently to your door every month. You just take a short in-depth quiz about your lifestyle and health goals for a personalized doctor-backed recommendation, taking the guesswork uh, out of what supplements are best suited for you. It couldn't be easier. Care of's daily vitamin packs are great for on the go. I keep them everywhere, genuinely, so it makes it easy to travel with and never forget them. And each shipment comes with a customized pamphlet showing you exactly what is in your individual daily packs and why it was recommended specifically for you and your health goals. And for 50% off of your first Care Of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code MOMDAD50. That's 50% off your first Care Of order by going to takecareof.com and entering code MOMDAD50. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. And Ellie's for the way you look tonight. Yeah. It's so romantic. Fly me to the moon and let me play among the stars. Is that the song? <laughs> is that the Valentine's Day song? It is the Valentine's Day song. Hello, welcome home, family. It's your, your mom, mom and dad. dad. Happy, happy Valentine's Day after Valentine's Day edition. Because you know what? You know what doesn't end in this house? Love. <laughs> Corny. Corny. We um, love you, Lee. Hi, hi, Lee. Love you guys. Happy V-Day, King. Happy, happy V-Day. Happy belated V-Day. It truly is. I just have to say this. You know, in this house, in this family, love, it really never ends. Mm. It doesn't end. And in my particular home growing up, yes. I always... Got more. I don't know. The, the whole Valentine's Day thing for me has always felt more like friend-ish family-ish because in my family it was a little more celebrated more of like the friend we love everyone way oh got it not so much of like the romance sensual got way it. but i will say it what wasn't I, like don't come upstairs during valentine's day mom and dad are a knocking definitely got not it. Okay. and that was for numerous reasons okay with my parents yeah, you know yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's yeah. a whole different story yeah that's that's, that's the second day. episode it's a little more intense just goes to therapy about valentine's day that's what this episode is called and we're just going to dive into her kind of childhood and talk about her parents' <laughs> relationship love, on Valentine's Day. But I, love, <laughs> but I like my perspective on V-Day okay. because I feel like it's all about loving everybody and loving oh. yourself. But I will say, though it's not often centered on romance for me, yeah. I couldn't resist getting you an outfit that, well, if you're watching the YouTube, What's up? it's a little erotic. I basically, if you're not watching, <laughs> I am wearing kind of like a playboy bunny meets chippendales vibe yes yes um, you got the ears you got the cuffs yes. the bow tie you're not shirtless because you know don't want to get demonetized for the youtube we do have boundaries you know we don't know if all the you know the listeners yes. don't necessarily need that but i like it because you know like valentine's day has a valentine's night and what goes on at night 
is the hot stuff, baby. And I got that hot stuff, baby. <laughs> whatever that song is. I feel like my look is the <laughs> nighttime sexy time. You know what I mean? This yeah. is your fantasy. What else could be your fantasy, babe? It's true. In fact, this I mean, what came, else do you want? This came out of our special closet. Yeah, this came out of our special drawer that no one's allowed in. Could you imagine <laughs> if this imagine was your fantasy if, right here? If I mean, it's hot. God bless. But can um, you imagine if I got outfits for the podcast from our special closet? God, I wish we had a special. Let's get a special closet first off. It's just jammed. <laughs> full of stuff like we have so much gear so much role play it just never ends <laughs> but honestly though happy valentine's, happy valentine's day, day, day after i know a lot of people don't celebrate um the day of you know as we get older sometimes oh life gosh. is busy and people celebrate on the weekends sometimes trying um, to compete for oh like reservations God. is obscene oh. And also, too, don't get me started on the prefixed Valentine's Day courses oh, at restaurants. That's brutal. It's like, hey, my favorite restaurant where I have my special dishes is only doing a prefixed meal of $150 and I can only get a these person. four. Yeah, a person, yeah. which is outrageous. And yeah. also, there's only these four items, so I can't order my special special. And they never tell whatever. you, too. You get no. the reservation, you show up, you sit down, you're like, I cannot wait to get the pasta. And then they're like, by the way, tonight is only <laughs> lobster. <laughs> And tiramisu, and you're like, wait, what? And they're like, absolutely. And if you leave right now, it'll be really awkward. And you're like, okay. you're like, I was really hoping to get the chicken nuggets. Uh, I love the truffle fries, and that's kind of where I splurge is the truffle fries and you know a, a glass of sangria or something. And yeah. they're like, actually, it's caviar on uh, on lobster. Yeah why, yeah, why do they do that? Can someone explain to me what? why they do the prefix menu? Is it because they have a lot of customers, and so they're trying to cut sure. down yeah. on like the Probably. options? Yeah. I would imagine it's, I mean, I for mean, a restaurant, it's the way to make killer money on Valentine's but Day, But no right? one ever, let's be super real, no one ever went to a Valentine's Day or anything like this and went, thank God there's a prefix menu. Everyone feels like they got they got tricked. <laughs> a little Everyone. bit. Everyone. A little bit. Yeah, I love right? some like bizarre speciality situation where you're like, oh, I oh this this restaurant always has a prefix meal, and sure. we love that because the chef is like, tonight sure, you I will mean, eat exactly what I'm telling you to eat, yeah. and we're like, yes, and you're chef? kind of like you're kind of a sub, <laughs> you know, you're like, oh my god, daddy, spank me with that lobster, you know, unless it's that, which I think is a very different vibe. Are we gonna get demonetized? <laughs> <in the world? laughs> okay. Well, here's the thing. I have a lot that I want to say. Yes. About Valentine's Day. Getting spanked Day. by lobster. Caught it. <laughs> 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 but we have to talk Bachelor. But of course, yes. That's romantic. That's Bachelor. Yes, it is. But okay. Let's let's get into what we're gonna be discussing today. Okay. Um, in our cute studio, by the way. If oh you're my watching gosh. on YouTube, look how cutesy. We, we hung little some little things. hearts, some cute hearts. I've got my handcuffs. Got handcuffs. Again, because Valentine's Day, it really never ends. You Just can has make, some very cool pants on. You can make it any day. Yes. You know what I mean? Valentine's That's Day. That's the energy that I want. I want that love, that sensuality, 24-7, 365, baby. Hey. Delivery um, <laughs> in, inbound, babe. <laughs> But before we get into what we're going to be discussing and getting yes. into today, we do have to take a quick pause. Let me remove my heart glasses because I can't see a damn thing. Um, so, family, I had a little staycation this last weekend with my sister. And I would say also our family travels to see family happen at least once or twice a month. So we are packing constantly. And I have to tell you, Evan and I have a new obsession and that is the Weekender bag from Base. Oh my God. 
They are so good. With my base weekender bag, there's room for everything. With hyper-functional and chic designs, you've got all the nooks and crannies and even some surprise space to effortlessly fit it all in so you don't have to settle for anything less. I love my bag. Honestly, I really, really like my bag. We seriously only use our base weekender bags now. Base was created by actress Shay Mitchell uh, to make sleek and affordable bags, luggage and accessories designed to help you travel effortlessly while still looking fashionable. And they have so many different styles and options. Base has thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushion handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need to keep organized. Mm, dirty clothes, Valentine's Rare. Day. Uh, their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately, which I'm obsessed with. Um, by the way, Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. This is a fact. Wow. I will only be buying base moving forward when it comes to yeah. luggage. I'm telling you, they look so nice. They're so chic. We're obsessed and they're yeah. just so convenient and perfect. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, base has your personal items covered right now. Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash mom dad. Go to basetravel.com slash mom dad for 15% off your first purchase. And that's B-E-I-S travel.com slash mom dad. Um, speaking of travel, like I said, I know this is the day after Valentine's Day. Um, and so, you know, we celebrate this entire week. Yes. We will be celebrating this weekend uh, because I will be traveling and having a Palantines with my gals. <laughs> yeah, this is insane. So I, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, babe, um, I know we don't want to compete, you know, because competing on the day of, you know, it's like Tuesday or whatever, you know, the 14th is Tuesday this week. It's like trying to get a reservation. It's like, it's insane, right? Try to get a babysitter uh -huh. is busy. Everyone's busy. So Everyone's I'm like, busy. It's so, so yeah, stressful. So, I'm like, so you do it another day. I'm like, babe, Thursday, I got you. We got the, b -b 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 I said, just make sure Thursday is good. I planned all this stuff. And then she's just like, by the way, do you remember I'm going on my little trip with my friends? And I'm going, you know, how long have we been married now to where, you know, she, we're going out of town on Valentine's Day. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't mean, listen, if there was a golf trip lined up, I wouldn't, uh, I, I wouldn't say no. I was going to say, you know, you'd be crushed. I know I have my Galentines, my Palentines, um, for a few days this week, which I appreciate. Yeah. yeah the real gift now is like, to escape a little bit, to still like to get away. That's the real gift now. That it's no longer like that. And here is a dinner. It's like, no, no, no. Love you. But what would mean the most is if I could escape for like two days. A thousand and it's like, percent. that is very and true. And that is true love. I am going and I'm have, spending some time with my, yes. uh, with my girls and That'll you are hanging with the kiddo mm -hmm. and uh, then we're uniting on the weekend. Yes. We'll, so so we'll, we'll celebrate on the weekend. We will. We'll we will. Celebrate. Yeah. We'll see what happens. If you bring the bunny gear, just, uh, you know, I'll be happy. <laughs> it's already your birthday right now, basically with these beers, but. So in today's episode, <laughs> hey, it's your birthday, Christmas, all rolled into one, babe. Your fantasies, your fantasies are here. <laughs> no, actually, we're recording a podcast on Valentine's Day. That's true. That shows the love. You know what I mean? Because we love the family. It's because we love the family. And we'll so do whatever much. it takes for you, even yes. on Valentine's yes, Day. Yes, we love you all so much. Um, we. But of course, we're going to be recapping. We're going to yes. dive into Zach's episode, mm -hmm. the most recent episode of Zach's season of The Bachelor. And after that, mm -hmm. some of the family has been so gracious and willing to send in some of their stories of their worst, weirdest, 
wildest Valentine's mm. Day. Because you know what? It feels appropriate. This is coming out the day after Valentine's Day. We got to hit up some of the worst Valentine's Day mm-hmm. stories ever. So we're going to hear uh, later in the episode from our family some of those People have had some wild some days. days. I can't wait. And you know what? I'm going to I'm going to share my worst Valentine's Day. Mm. Which uh is when Evan Stay tuned for this everyone. <laughs> when Evan really let me down in the wow. love department. Fantastic. That's just great. This is a fun Valentine's Day. I love this, everyone. <laughs> when he, if you're looking to spice things up, when he really, really missed what I, I needed, missed love, and uh, mm. you know, I was feeling I needed that love, and he just okay. we'll debate you know, later. Yeah, he, uh, he just wasn't there, so stay wow. tuned. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll discuss that after yes. we recap, mm-hmm. and then of course we'll do some call home. Which oh, maybe cool. we'll have we some, would never miss that. Maybe we'll have some romantic call home Ooh, questions. Maybe. Love that. Um, okay. Before we officially dive into Zach's recap, I would like to ask something of you. Mm. You know, like I said, there will be the story time coming later in the episode where I felt really sad and lonely on a Valentine's Mm. Day. Mm -hmm. But to really make up for that, I would like to ask you to do something for me on this Valentine's Day. Okay. Will you role play with me right now? You're Zach. Okay. Show's done. He didn't find his true love. Okay. Zach decides to speed date. And I will play the woman that is his first speed date date. Because I would like to have my role-playing moment with Zach. Oh, so Zach's kind of a fantasy of yours. Well, no. No shade, Zach. But you in the role of Zach the bunny is, you know. It's a specific It's very niche. It's very niche. It's very niche. as Zach in bunny ears. Yes, correct. On a speed date. (laughs) Am I wearing these bunny ears on the speed date? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, hi, I'm so happy to be uh, be here with you today. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited to do the speed dating thing. And on Valentine's Day of all days, this is exciting. Hello, how are you? Oh, oh, hi. I am, I... Uh, this are you ready for love? <laughs> I'm well, done playing I, games. I just went on a show. It did not work out at all. Okay. And I'm a little um, on edge. Oh, you know what? I'll calm down. I apologize. I'm wearing these... I'm not. I'm uncomfortable. I'm wearing this outfit. I've never done this. I'm in the speed dating thing. I just dated, you know, fifty women. I'm going. I'm going through a lot. Am I talking too much? Uh, I apologize. Uh, no, it's it's totally fine. I understand the speed dating can be a little nerve wracking. I'm a little. I'm a little nervous too. Yeah. Um. You know. Uh. Especially doing. What do you speed do for dating. work? <laughs> Are you looking for social media followers by any chance? Well, I'm a little I, scarred right now. I will st- I will start by answering my my, my work. Okay. Um I am a um I am a, a real estate nurse uh teacher. Fantastic. Are you are you from San Diego or I, Chicago by any chance? I am from Texas. Do you want me to explain to you my my job exactly? Uh I mean <laughs> you could if you really want. I think for me what I'm looking for right now is love and I'm a little caught in between uh, this situation where I'm I'm out in the world, I'm struggling, I can't find what I'm looking for, and I just am tired of the games, and I want to know, are you my wife? And if not, I need you to move on. I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to waste my time. Okay, I I hear you. I, I do. I know it can be really hard in the dating pool. You mentioned something you're worried about Instagram following. I actually, um, I don't have an Instagram. Um, but Will you marry me? Okay, well... <laughs> 
I would love to give you my. I knife. have. I, I, do you like my shirt? I have been collecting these shirts from the entire uh, last season that I was on. I had many uh, button-down shirts with questionable patterns. And so I have many of these shirts. If you like these shirts, I have many. Okay, that's they're they're. I mean, they're fine. They're fine. I'm. I guess I was a little more distracted by the the whole bunny ear situation and the bow mm. tie. I didn't know if that, that seems like it would be a risk for you. I've only known you for a I few minutes. I read a book and it said that <laughs> you should take risks, try new things. And uh, I thought this was entertaining and interesting. I got called boring a lot on my season, so I'm trying to spice things up, make it slightly interesting. Uh, so, do you find this interesting and fun? I can dance for you. I danced a lot <laughs> on this season. Did very good dancing. It was uh, a lot of this, a lot of kind of this, and uh-huh. they made me do this a lot on a boat, you know, other places. Would you like to dance? <laughs> um, do you want to know my name first? Oh, sure. Cat. <laughs> it's, it's Donna. It's Donna, actually. Donna. Donna, yeah. Mm, that's my mother's name, <laughs> and I love my family very much, so this should work out. That's my mother and si- all my sister's names. And you know, I don't know if you watched my season, but I love my family very much. So this should work very well. Do you love my family as much as I love my family? Because <laughs> that's my prerequisite for this marriage to work is if you love my family more than I love my family, <laughs> we We'll love each my family together forever. <laughs> okay, well, I, I think that's the time. <laughs> oh wow! Oh my gosh! I don't know. I feel I feel turned on. Yeah, I feel like I'm about to pee my pants. I mean, what I made we you know we laughed, we cried. Thank you so much for that on this special Cheers. Valentine's Day. Cheers. <laughs> Well, family, I hope you all find your special Zach. <laughs> Guys, if you want to make, date. yeah, listen, if you want to make your partner oh. go wild for you, just do an impression of Zach. I know. And I think that'll work. It really does. I mean, it seems to really work on uh, some of the ladies of this episode, huh? Seems to really be working. I mean, Zach also really, really knows what he is looking for this he season. He play no games. I mean, I have never in the entire existence of this show seen someone cut people so quickly. I think he just forgot he's on the show and he's just like... I think so too. For real. I think so too. I we'll get into this, yeah. but I do have a theory of this specific season with Zach. If you were a woman on the show, mm-hmm. that it would be very stressful to not be one of the specific women who he is interested in. It it is so obvious. It just yeah. It just feels like I okay. I I, I should we just are we gonna yeah, dive in? Let's, let's dive just in. dive in. Okay. So. I really think that Zach is doing a great job. I really yeah. do. I think that he, this season so far, it's been slow. You yeah. know, he's not a spicy king, no. but what he is a king of is honesty. Yeah. And so I do think that there, I really respect that. I think it's really great that he's like, nope, this is specifically what I'm looking for. Da, da, da. Yeah. But if I'm one of the girls on this season Oof. and I am not, one of like the three or four apples of his eye. There's a starting lineup for sure. There's definitely a starting lineup. And I, if I'm not one of those women, I feel like it must be so obvious to all of them. And yes. numerous of them have mentioned like, oh, it's clear that he has his favorites yeah. and I haven't talked to him and da, da, da. I feel like that man cannot fake it. Mm-hmm. That if I was one of those women, I would start to spiral a little bit. Well, you're watching 
The hard thing, too, is you're watching him, the way he pulls these women away from the groups, even, yes. is so different. He'll, like, you know, leg and then be like, hey, I get it. You know, I miss yes. you. I hope you're having. And then it's immediately, like, connection. And then there's other where it's just like, oh, oh, sure, you can steal me. Or like, oh, sounds good. You can take me. But it's not. It's like the difference is. He's being taken away versus him taking you. A thousand percent. And I feel like he seems like he's spending a lot of alone time yeah. with certain women. Like yes. after dates, like pulling cat and like doing the whole pool table thing mm-hmm. after a full one-on-one with yes. her like two days before. Like he doesn't care. He's like, these are my favorites right now and I'm getting to know them. Yes. I feel like if I was one of the women on the show and I wasn't one of his favorites, I'd either be like, I'm done. Like I'm leaving yeah. the show. I I would be like Brianna. Yeah. And I'd be like, I'm out. I can't do this. I don't want to be here if this mm-hmm. guy's clearly not interested. Or I'd be an emotional train wreck. Like I let every insecurity hit me. It's very much giving me the energy. And I feel like many people can relate to this. Of Like when you're with a group of your friends and you're at a bar and all of a sudden, you know, you're just having a good time. You're not there to like meet anybody. But all of a sudden your friends are getting hit on by people you'd never be interested in. But because you're the one not getting hit on, all of a sudden you're feeling insecure and you're like, well, why isn't that person paying attention to me? And I'm like, I'd never want this person's attention IRL. But because they're not so, they're so obviously not paying attention to me, I'm riddled with insecurity (laughs) and now I need their attention. I feel like that is... It's kind of like, it's like the the idea of... That's how I'd be on the season. Yeah, you're walking with your friend. Like in your case, it would be like, you're walking with a, a friend who's a guy. Yeah. And then some girl walks over and hits right on your guy friend. You're like, wait, how come you didn't assume we were together? Right. And it's just just like, you just, oh, oh no, you just... I didn't think you guys were together. It's like, why we could be dating. So, that would be so, so Even offensive. though you're not dating, there's like this, why Why aren't we dating? Yeah, exactly. Why in your mind are well, we you not dating? He's so out of my yeah, way right. that like, I could what, never what, get him. What the heck's going on? You know what I mean? I yeah. think there's like this level of like, I'm not included in this. No, you start Am I a to, part of this? And this is, I believe, the psychology of the show where then the insecurities creep in, where then people become competitive about the lead. Where yeah. you're like, okay, it's I I could see then myself getting caught up in that, but specifically with Zach, I do feel like I would break during Zach's season because even with other seasons where there's way more drama, like in the house and there's arguing and and there's that stress, I feel like I could handle that. I feel like if I'm being fully honest and vulnerable with all of the family, my insecurities on this season would be through the roof Mm. because he seems like he's so obvious who he likes. And then if he didn't, I would just feel like that panic of like, is there something that's not good enough about me? Even though no shade, Zach, never in a million years would I be interested. Right. It's just if I was on this season, I'd be like, he's not for me. I also think though, to, to go along with what you're saying, I also think that like, I would feel less safe in this current environment that these women have created with themselves. Oh, you mean because everyone's besties? Everyone's besties and super supportive uh-huh. that I'm like, I would almost feel more safe in a just strictly competitive environment knowing where I stand, which is me against you trying to get him. But there's this thing where like certain people are getting dates and then someone's crying about it. And then the person who got the date is like comforting the person who's insecure about not getting that. And I'm going, wait, you guys realize what this is, right? Like it's yeah. a very strange thing to be comforted by the per- person that's beating you. Yes. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I yes. guess that would confuse me. Cause then I wouldn't know if anyone's actually doing something for the right reason or the wrong reason, or if they're trying to set me up. But if it's just competitive, at least I'm like, 
my guard's always up. You can up. wrap your brain around it. No, I understand that. I was wondering that during the episode where, okay, well, let's, 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 let's get into this. Yeah, okay. let's go. So Jesse lets the women know that they are traveling. They're going to the Bahamas. And as Zach later says in the episode, he's the Bahama Papa looking for his Bahama Mama. <laughs> I mean, that, if that's not a... F- 58 year old if that's not like one of our mom and dad parents like when they're in the bahamas being like hey get your bahama papa a beer like you know what i mean like if that's not just like in a line out of one of our parents <laughs> and he went straight to tommy bahama to get all of his outfits oh my God. for this episode this specific the cloth that was being worn the patterns it was it was a lot you know i would i would venture to say that tommy bahama's cooler because Tommy Bahama kind of has like a quality level to it. These were like, you know, starch shirts. They by were, the way, they, they weren't were even starched. like they weren't even like hangy. They no. were they were like starchy oh, no. kind of like. <laughs> and then they also had like, yeah, you know, like a turtle on it. I don't even know what it was on there, but it was like just stuff like that, like just <laughs> something so straight on. And it's like blue shirt with bl- white turtles all over, <laughs> and it was very starchy. Yeah, like it was, like, it was like a cotton shirt. Yeah, you know like, what I mean? Like Thomas Bahama. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Theodore Bahamas. Yeah, no, it was <laughs> Thomas Bahama. Yeah. <laughs> Thomas Bahama. It was like Thomas Bahama. Yeah. It was so stiff. It was yeah. just I will say this though. It was like Zach got to the Bahamas and he bega- he became the Bahama Papa. He did. Because he got this energy on him yeah. this episode. I don't know if you noticed this, yeah. but he started to act like Mr. Kind of cool guy. Like he yeah. was nervous clearly on his date with Kat, mm-hmm. but he started to kind of act a little more like, I think he's relaxing mm-hmm. into it, but the relaxing is turning a little more into this like, ladies, I got you. Like I got you all yeah. ladies. Don't you worry. Like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to take care of all of you. The number one for me is the dancing. That's the, the, dancing that's my is favorite. The, the dancing is it's pretty next like, level. <laughs> you know what I appreciate about him, though, is that he dances despite not being able to dance. I got to be honest with you. I, I, I would be way too in my head. If I knew that I wasn't a dancer, I would, wouldn't dance. I agree. And I think that's a little bit of the lesson with Zach is that even if Zach isn't your taste or flavor uh, and you're not attracted to him, what you have to recognize is that he allows himself to um, not seem like he gets embarrassed. He seems to just in awkward truly be situations. Himself. He's just him. Yeah. And, you know, he's completely who he is and he's completely honest. Mm-hmm. And we do have to respect that. I like him a lot. And I and I don't think, yeah, like you said, he's maybe he's the most electric. But like, I, I think he's a very genuine person. I think like so across too. the board. I think so, too. Um, but they end up in the Bahamas. Yes. And first and foremost... They, the women are at this resort and they have a full pool, like a beautiful, like big rooms and a pool and a private beach entrance. And I need to talk with some alumni. I need to call up Becca because I don't recall seeing this happen often at Mm -mm, all. mm -mm. Normally when they travel, they are like locked down in their room the people, the men, the women, they're starting to go a little bit Looney Tunes because they're like, I can't leave my hotel room. I'm in this gorgeous city, right? Yes. And I can't like, you know, I remember Becca mentioning that when they were in Paris, like w- the special treat that they got is one day one of the producers took out some of the women and they got to go eat somewhere 
but that was like a big thing. So even in these tropical situations, I think they often are stuck in their hotel rooms. So the fact that we saw the women numerous times being able to be swimming around together in a pool, sipping on some drinks, having Mm -hmm. discussions, I think that's pretty unusual. And I also feel like it does lend itself to... Um, potentially finding love at the end of this because they're not just trapping them in the room. And yeah, it gives them like a psychological baseline for them to kind of exist in a, in like a healthy, somewhat environment. Right. Even though we definitely saw like a little more conflict this episode, it was still handled in a very yeah. like calm, low key manner. I yeah. think because there's the opportunity to be like, hey, this group of women can go float over there in yes. the pool and sip on some, you know, pina coladas and discuss it. And then the other group can go over there and yeah. lay out in the sun. And you get to, you let the sun hit your skin. Yeah. You're not just trapped in your room, passing yeah. notes under the rooms to yeah. each other, hoping the producers don't catch you. Yeah. Like, think about that difference. I mean, it's the difference huge. is like solitary confinement. Yeah. It's like you're stuck just staring, thinking about how your friend is hooking up with your supposed boyfriend right yeah. now all day. Yeah. Versus if you're out and about with your friends, you're just a lot less at your head. And yeah. it seems that way. It seems like, Everyone's usually pent up and nervous and terrified and on edge and whatever. Everyone seems to be much more calm, balanced. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It feels, like I said, I feel like you're going to see love in the end because of it. Yes. And I think that the show is doing that on purpose. You think they're they're experimenting with like, maybe if we treat these people with human decency, we'll see what kind of happens. I I wonder. I wonder if they're getting treated with human decency or if they're still getting the producer torture, but it's in different ways. And they're like letting them maybe, you know, have more maybe alone time or I don't know. It just seems like the energy is different. And I don't think it's because the producers care about protecting the mental health and well-being. Yeah, I think they're a little bit like, well, our ratings are are shit right now. So let's try the love story instead of the drama. Got it. I think that that's what's happening. Um. But, okay, before we get into the Cat and Zach date, yeah. can we take a quick pause? Yes. Quick pause. Let's tell our family about Factor because you know we can't keep anything delicious secret from you all. Um, are you too busy to cook? Or if you're like me, maybe you just don't want to cook sometimes. Well, with Factor, skip the trip to the grocery store and skip the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just 20 minutes. So all you have to do is heat and enjoy. And when I say enjoy... I mean, enjoy because those factor meals are so good. delicious. They're so good. Get factor, so good. get factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassles. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh flavor packed meals delivered to your door. And no matter your lifestyle, factor has keto, vegan plus veggie, uh, protein plus and more options on the menu each week prepared by chefs. Each meal has all the ingredients you need to get satisfied all day long. With 34 chef-prepped weekly options, there's always something new to try. Plus, they have uh, an assortment of 36-plus sweets, smoothies, juices, and more satisfying add-ons. Everything is so good. So good. And if you're like us and wanted to cut back on our constant takeout ordering, yikes, it's very pricey, get Factor instead. Not only is Factor cheaper than takeout, but meals are ready faster than restaurant delivery. They're ready in just two minutes. Mm. It's so quick. And 
And again, they are delicious. Give Factor a try for real. Head to factormeals.com slash momdad50 and use code momdad50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code momdad50 at factormeals.com slash momdad50 to get 50% off your first box. 50% off. That's a great deal. That actually is really good. So listen, as a family, as parents ourselves, we want to share something that's really important with you all, and that's life insurance, specifically Fabric by Gerber Life. Fabric is the quick and easy all-online solution to help protect your family. Fabric was designed by parents for parents to help you get a high-quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance policy in less than 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Life insurance can have a bad rap for being complicated, uh, but Fabric makes it easy to apply with its seamless digital experience. It's all online and on your time. And if you need extra support, Fabric's team of licensed insurance agents can answer questions along the way. It takes less than 10 minutes to apply, see your quote, and then personalize your quote to fit your family's needs. And you could be offered coverage instantly with no health exam required. It really is so beyond important. As parents, this really hits home. And Fabric truly is amazing. Fabric was specifically designed to give parents like us affordable term life insurance plus wills, access to college savings funds, and more tools to help protect your family's financial future all in an easy online experience and with over 1,600 five-star reviews on trustpilot.com. You can feel confident that you're getting a high-quality policy that is perfect for your family. Plus, Fabric has a 30-day money-back guarantee and you can cancel at any time. Mm. Protect your family today with Fabric by Gerber Life. Apply in just 10 minutes at meetfabric.com slash momdad. That's meetfabric.com slash momdad. M-E-E-T fabric.com slash momdad. Policies issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company, not available in certain states. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. Okay, so um, Kat and Zach's date. So this is what I wanted to talk about a little bit earlier. What you were mentioning about being in the group yeah. with the women because they're all so kind and supportive yeah. of each other mostly that like it almost would feel stressful. I was wondering that when Kat got her one-on-one card and she was so excited and kind of starts yeah. talking about like the intimacy end a little bit. Yeah. It's getting a little spicy in the conversation. Greer starts crying yeah. in front of everyone and Kat is then comforting Greer and it's well, it's one of those things where it's like, I think it's so nice. Yes, it's, and it's very nice. So like warm and cozy. But I understand what you're saying because I do feel like I don't know how I would handle this situation because it's already such a stressful environment. You're trying to get to know the lead. And if I feel like if I get a date card, I have to be patting the back of someone crying who didn't get the date card that would feel like a lot of pressure <laughs> and as a people pleaser myself I feel like I'd struggle feeling like oh my god okay I have to get to know the lead but also simultaneously be there for my friends and um, I can't say too much because it might hurt their feelings and if you're not in that exact flow it almost feels like you know maybe you'd seem a little villainous mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. what I mean like if you're not able to handle because that's a lot of um that's a lot to put on yourself to be like, I'm having to carry my stress with all of my with all my ITMs with the producers, the stress of getting to know the lead, the travel, and then also making sure that like all my new friends' feelings are intact. Yeah. That's a lot. And I think for some people that might be a little overwhelming, but then if you don't do that, it might be villainous. 
Because everyone's getting along so well. I guess, but I, I'm listen. I maybe maybe I'm just missing something here. Uh-huh. But like, I am just so confused by everything that goes on in these interactions when people get one on ones. Because every time someone gets a one on one, someone starts crying. I think this is the first time that we've seen tears. No, but I'm saying I feel like a lot of times when someone gets like a date. A yeah. bunch of people go, it's just really hard for me right now because, like, I want a date. Yes. And I'm sure. going, yeah, that's the point of this. Like, at <laughs> some point, isn't it strange that, like, the person who gets the date is having to comfort the person who didn't get the date, but the person who got the date doesn't want to give the date to the person who didn't get the date? Yeah. Like, I'm going, what? It's just like, it's, all, I feel like, I guess I'm just confused that, like, we know you guys are lying to each other, which is like, I want you to feel better about the fact that I got the date. That's not a reality. No, no, but I, I don't. I'm just so confused by everyone's reactions to this. But I don't think it's a what li- is happening. I don't think it's a lying thing. I think when you're genuinely friends, you are sad that your friend is sad. What I'm saying is it would about be a- your Right. happiness yeah but that's what i'm getting it's not, at it's not a personal like they're not like oh i'm sad that you're gonna be happy but it's also like two things can be like true crying at your wedding and you're like why are you crying <laughs> it's like because i wanted to get married and you're just like what no listen like, is, am i is, you know what i'm saying no. it's like what is, listen I'm listen confused. I, no i hear you i hear you <laughs> but i'm saying I'm like two things can be true right you can be really sad because you want the experience but you can also be happy that your friend is getting the experience what i'm saying is it is interesting to be the person getting the date and feeling the pressure of like if i act excited yeah. is it gonna be taken as like me being insensitive and then i have to comfort someone who's crying because they didn't get it right i think the, the perfect that feels way like to, a lot of pressure but i think the perfect way to handle it is kind of like what we've seen in the past which is people go oh awesome oh, they kind of go they don't go yeah and they like you know wow they just yeah. go oh, yeah this is awesome they kind of they kind of humbly accept the thing and then everyone kind of like appreciates that and then they move on and then in the, in the privacy of their own and they're in the itms they go yeah they're crying really wanted that yeah but it's such a strange thing that they're so open with each other about how they're feeling about these situations. It's well, it's just like it's confusing, not confusing. It's, it's shocking to me. And it's interesting because they're open with each other and they're all friends. I think in the past we've seen people they're open with each other, but there there's drama. And so it's That's like, I mean. oh, then one of the women or men is like frustrated that the person's frustrated that they didn't get the date and then there's drama there but not like oh i'm comforting you because you're crying because i got the date (laughs) so it's a lot it's a lot it's a a lot of like like maybe i'm just used to toxicity you know what i mean i'm just used (laughs) to competition so like seeing this type of behavior is like my brain wouldn't even know how to wrap around it i think this is definitely more on the healthy scale but i do think and maybe people would disagree with me but i do think it's a lot of pressure to be the person getting the date card to feel then the balance of okay, maybe I'm not in a space where I can be there for someone who's crying because they didn't get the date card. Because again, let's be real. We've all known each other, what, for like two weeks at this point. So it's not like you're like my like best friend who's going through it. Right. I'm trying to deal with my nerves and excitement and then also balance being there for you. It's a lot. It's communication, yeah. right? And it's good to be able to express yourself when you're struggling. But then on the other person's end, there has to be a boundary, which is what I'm saying. My point about like, I wonder if it would be hard not to play a villainous role sometimes, because I could see myself being on this season and being like, okay, 
I have a boundary right now of that. Like I have a million plates I'm spinning and yeah. I can't necessarily be there right now to support your grief that yes. I'm going on a date. Cause I'm already stressed and I'd have to put up a boundary of like, I'm so sorry. And like kind of walk away. Yeah. But then that would be written off as a villainous sure. type of thing versus sure. like, well, it's just a boundary in this situation. So I guess, so I guess what it comes down to is where my brain is confused yeah. is the person that vocalizes their grief for not getting the date. It's not it's not the person who gets it. It's the like person who seems it's appropriate to go, I'm going to voice my disappointment in this sure. moment right now. That's the confusing one. And that's the stuff I feel like we haven't seen that much of in the past. No. And so. Unless, unless it was a dramatic, then they get into an argument. Unless it was dramatic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they start fighting about it. Yeah. But the fact that they're just like both comforting each other is like. I wouldn't know how to be in that room. I'd be like, yeah, what is happening? Anyway, it's an interesting dynamic. Well, Kat's very, very excited. Um, but we have, yeah, Greer is kind of is crying. Anastasia is talking about how she's feeling discouraged. There's numerous people in ITMs discussing how they're feeling discouraged. Yeah. I think Greer was the only one who was like publicly crying about it, though. Um, so Kat's one on one. By the way, when I, I hadn't really thought about the fact or I, mean, I, mean, I even clocked that like they were calling her cat now. I know. So when they said cat, I thought like, surprise! <laughs> and then she was going to be like, Arr! and like, cat, the, arm, the, the old cat was coming back. And I was like, and he's just like, listen, I missed her a lot. There's something we had. I got rid of her too quick. But no. I, w- I just wanted to see her with those meatballs. I wanted it to be a little saucy. Yeah, I wanted, to get, I wanted to get saucy again out in the Bahamas. Yeah, I figured, you know, we're traveling now. Like, let's like, let's test out some more food yes. together. Get a little saucy. See how many of whatever we can stuff in our it, mouths. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, no, they've changed. That's honestly probably kind of offensive to the original cat. She's like, she I can't get removed. And now you, you're calling her cat. She must go by cat, yeah. though, not Catherine. And so then they initially had to be like, you can't go by cat because there's another actual sure. cat. Understandable. So now Catherine is cat. Okay. Um, but the two, the date with the two of these individuals. Epic. Um, they're like, they're on a boat together in the Bahamas. It's stunning. They are rubbing sunscreen all over each other. She's rubbing it all over his face because I believe and she's neck. an esthetician. Yeah. Yes. Okay. She talked about the SPF. Yes. She's rubbing it all over him because she's like, I'm really going to protect your skin. Right. Like, I really mean it that I'm going to protect your skin in this situation. And she's doing it like an esthetician would, yes. you know, like she's doing it. And then Zach wants to put on the sunscreen. Yes. And I don't think I've seen Zach this nervous. He has his Bahama Papa energy where yeah. he's trying to be like, hey, ladies, what's going on? Yeah. But the way he is applying a sunscreen on this woman, he is shaky. Well, it's just funny because it's like... He is shaky. This is an opportunity to be a little smoother, right? To uh-huh. kind of like... I, I, For me, it was funny. He took the approach of, I'm going to apply the sunscreen thoroughly and professionally. He didn't take the like... Well, because I think he thought he would, she would appreciate it yeah, because yeah. she's an esthetician. So he she's like, I'm going to thoroughly cover your face and arms and, arms. I'm, and your chest because I'm worried about your skin. Let's protect your skin. This is a priority. So he was like, I will now take it upon myself to make sure you are also fully protected. Yeah. It just didn't feel like he was like, oh, I'm going to kind of slowly massage your back and your neck and kind of maybe... It's like, no, it was just like... And then, he, and then she turns around and he goes like this with her arms. Whoosh. like it was so i was like oh he didn't get the memo that like this is a moment no he's nervous and then he's just like let's dance 
like yeah. it was and so she didn't either like she was like applying it on his face like very professionally it wasn't like a oh oh you got a little extra it wasn't it wasn't any of that it was just very official both of them and He's, then they obviously started macking out and having a good time but but he started off as a nervous boy because he was saying Catherine looks like a model and I've never dated a model before and I was like cut to every woman he's ever dated who was like so Devastated. offended by that comment it's like okay <laughs> Okay, well, Zach, come on. That, right. That's something, again, those are the quiet thoughts that you keep right. to yourself because Catherine isn't a model. It'd be one thing if he said, wow, Catherine's a model and I've yeah. never dated a model before. He goes, Catherine looks like a model and I've never dated a model before. I'm like, that is so rude. <laughs> he just said, I've never dated a girl that looks like, he's just basically saying like, anyone I've ever dated in the past just could never have been a model. <laughs> Like, this no one, one it could be and he's like and no and like no one is nearly as hot as as cat he's like i've always been a personality guy but this girl makes me <laughs> get into the physical side of things and he can't get over it either he's like i just keep thinking specifically with Catherine. why is she here yeah like she's how just... could she end up on this show why would she want to date me and i'm like again i hear you you're all twitter painted around her and you think she's smoking but quiet inside yes. thoughts because that's so rude to everyone else that you've been on a date well, with. Well, it makes sense. He's been learning from Sean. But I did love their dynamic on the boat. I have to tell you. It had you, like a really cute, like, I don't want to say is nerdy the right thing. Like, yeah, they were kind had, of awkward. Almost like, almost like, what was that show no. where people never kissed? Like, the kissing was really good. Like, they had a really good kiss vibe. But they're like, just kind of energy together. It was like, what's that show where people get married and they have never kissed or like, it was like an arranged marriage thing and then they know. it was like a reality show and then they kiss for the first time and it's like this kind of awkward they don't want to oh, do with their hands love is blind is no, no 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 it was like a it was like a kind of i don't know like anyway it's just a show where they had never kissed before and it was like their first kiss it's, was during their wedding and they're all just kind of awkward and weird and using too much of this and too much of that their body language had that like vibe to me it was big hot homeschooler energy like that's, that's what i'm going for they're homeschooler they're hot homeschooler energy because like they're both absolutely gorgeous individuals yes. and like they're making out was it was steamy like it was good kisses it was good kisses yeah, why are they so hot and the kissing was hot but yet it felt homeschooler because it feels like they're they both have homeschooler energy <laughs> yeah, which totally. hey no shade you're looking at two homeschoolers You've never talked about how you were homeschooled I for like a year. For a <laughs> I was homeschooled for many years, so I, uh, you know, so we, so, no shade. So what we're saying is that we've we know this type what of I'm body language is, well. What I'm saying is, I've seen, I've witnessed hot homeschoolers before. Yeah, I've met hot homeschoolers where yeah. you're like, oh, they're homeschooled and they're hot, but there's kind of this homeschooler energy. <laughs> I like how I like how <laughs> we, there's kind of this like assumption you can't be hot and homeschooling. You know what I mean? It's almost yeah, like this so thing of like, we're like hot homeschoolers. We're like just assuming that most homeschoolers are not hot. They're just yeah, that's actually so offensive. It's not your choice that you're homeschooled. <laughs> yeah, your parents. Your parents. Just because you're homeschooled doesn't mean that you're not hot. No, but there Shout is Shout out all of us hot homeschoolers. Yeah. We're all sexy, sexy homeschoolers. But there is this, there is, well, I would probably, it's probably going away, but there is an old school kind of vibe, which is like homeschoolers are unique or like that you know like they're yeah. kind of nerdy and you know whatever like, i think it's an old i think it's a stigma it's from old, like back in the day yeah but, it's a different generation now yeah. now they're now they're homeschooled because like you know they're learning like different like cool ways of education of and, churning yeah butters and, sure, and sure. creating clothes or something but yeah. yes anyway versus me i wanted to be homeschooled because i was like mom i want to go 
take me to the theater more theater. often. None of this math. Take me to the theater. But ho- hot homeschooler. I do. I do like that. I feel like it, it captures the energy. That's the vibe going on. Yes. And that was what happened with the entire date to me. The way that they were dancing, the mm. way that they were interacting with each other. It was just big hot homeschooler vibes. Very into each other. Um, wow. Oh, so into each other. Well, and then they go into the night portion of the yeah. date. So it's all kind of playful, awkward, yeah. fun. My perspective, I'm watching this and I'm like, this is his front runner to me. Yes. Like with just watching this date, I'm like, this is the number one. Mm. Like the way that they just, their banter, it just, they made sense together to me in the way that their energy was very similar. They seemed like they were on the same wavelength. Mm -hmm. They seemed comfortable, but still giddy with each other. Yeah, I agree. I could see it. Mm -hmm. Um, Then we moved to the night portion of the one-on-one, which then we see all of a sudden cat shift energy. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I'm feeling nervous to like open up to him because I have things I need to discuss with him. And he comes from this traditional background and I don't, and I'm scared that he's not going to like me because of it. And it's like, what is yeah, kind of waiting for like a bomb to drop? Yeah. I'm like, what is going down? Well, he of course starts to have the conversation that his parents are best friends. He loves his parents. He loves his parents and how they, you know, they fight, but they love, and I want that. And it's the same narrative constantly of like, somehow my parents are still together after all these years, and that's what I want, and da 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 da. Well, then Kat opens up, and we don't really get any details specifically. I it, I got the energy that she shared specific details, and it was cut yeah. out because he made a comment later in the episode, or later in their date, where he was like, you know, um, <laughs> later in the date. You're just cracking your knuckles. Sorry, Sorry I'm like, cracking my knuckles, guys. Like, just like, <laughs> all right, later uh, in the date. No, but um, but later in the date, you know, he made mention kind of of like, oh, the way that your mom was treating you. So yeah. it sounded like she'd like maybe gone into it more. She sounds so. like she just had a really bad relationship with her mom and things went sour and she, yeah, like she said she, she spent a lot of time yeah. not with the family. She and, said that her and her mom struggled in their relationship but there was a point that she wasn't living at home but then he brought up later he's like your mom shouldn't have like the way that she was treated so I don't know. Yeah. So again I don't want to like get too deep into that because no. I don't think that we got like the the exact picture from her because I, I think that that was probably yeah. cut out. It's personal. Um, but I did want to say this. Okay. I thought Zach handled it really well. Yeah. But this is one of those moments in the show that can make me sad for contestants and sometimes viewers of the show because there's this running narrative for all of the years of this show that it's like the only type of success in a relationship is if you've been married to the same person for, you know, the past 40 years and you don't have your struggles and everything's perfect. And that's, you know, that's the absolute pinnacle. And it's almost like players on this show are more valued if they also have had this like upbringing where parents aren't divorced and it's always been perfect and they have the ideal model and da da da. I'm like, and what that creates is a situation where this wonderful, beautiful, amazing human like Kat is feeling this almost like shame and nerves about sharing that like her upbringing looked different when it's like, 
I don't know. That just makes me, yeah. it just, it just makes me feel like sad and frustrated because I think contestants feel that way on the show. And then also viewers of the show are like, Oh, since my upbringing didn't look exactly like this, it must be shameful or less than yeah. when it's like, Oh my God, like, no, like everyone has had different upbringings and we're all bringing different qualities and good things to the table. And I don't know the whole narrative. And maybe, you know, I'm also the triggered child of a divorce over here. But when yeah. I watch the, conversation sometimes on the show and it seems like the contestants who have this like quote-unquote perfect upbringing seem like are valued more if like that they would be better partners it's like no 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 right. that's just like not the case everybody is different right I, I yeah don't know. i just i'm just thinking like i feel like there is like like zach does seem to be really obsessed with his parents which is a little strange to me at this age to be like talking about how amazing his parents are yeah, you know, and close wanting to your family and i get it but then to be like wanting whatever your parents have it's like you don't i don't know i guess for me it's like i would just take my parents example use it take the good leave the bad for my own life and it's creating this kind of awkward thing now where like yeah cats having to almost get over this hurdle mm-hmm you know what I mean? Getting over this. It's, you know, like, it's almost like how some people get into a relationship and that you're comparing yourself to their ex. Yes. She's like comparing herself to his parents. Exactly. Which is kind of like a lot. And I just yeah. feel like, I don't know. It just feels like an unnecessary yeah. I just comparison was like, situation. I like, I, I was just watching it and like as a viewer, I was like, oh man, I wish that, you know, uh, and I'm not saying this to put this on Kat, but I was more saying like, oh man, I wish that Kat... Uh, didn't have to feel that like shame that she needs to bring this even up or feel that pressure of like, Oh, it won't be good enough because I had this background. I was like, no cat, you're an amazing person. and, And you've walked through this shit. And like, Oh, it just, I just feel like because those stories aren't, yeah, I guess because those, those stories aren't shown on this show, um, in like the same, a glorious way mm-hmm. that apparently if your parents stay together for however long that makes you like more valuable or I something. I think that's what I'm getting at is like why like like your parents staying together or having a great relationship or being a model versus not the way they're trying to describe like it's like a passive thing oh you know what like oh my parents are actually pretty awesome oh my parents oh man it was a, it was crazy they're they're definitely struggle anyway how was your but to like yeah. make it this thing now i have to almost prove to you that i won't be like my like that's a lot of pressure and i no. feel kind of like and man, it's I like just, it's all about i understand how, i saw like, her sweating and i felt so bad for her i was like oh, i know geez. i know and it's one of those things where it's like listen like at the end of the day you know, I get that you have to have these important conversations yeah. and your your upbringing and past are part of that. That's of part course. of who you are. But, you know, here's the thing. If Kat wants to, if Kat's goal is to have, you know, this specific type of marriage that Zach's looking for, then that's amazing. And if that wasn't what her upbringing looked like, it just made me sad that she felt felt that pressure that it wasn't like, good enough or that there was shame there and i'm just saying shout out to everyone who had a rough upbringing or divorce or whatever that it's like i feel like this show is always just kind of like the perfect contestants have have parents who have the perfect quote-unquote perfect marriage and it's like the perfect marriage doesn't exist guess what even those people who have been together for however long sometimes they don't even like each other and they've been you know bickering for years and years And, and even if they do and they've been obsessed with each other like that doesn't have anything to do with who you are as a person that's it. Preach. <laughs> Just, you know. I agree. But, but Kat seems like a wonderful yeah, individual. Yeah, she seems awesome. 
And I just want to send her love and say how amazing she is. And I think the two of them, honestly, I see her as front runner. Yeah. I see for him, I feel like that's his front runner a thousand percent because those two, you know, Oof. they are just after she shared that with him, he, uh, well, they're like two meteors perfectly colliding and creating a star. Oh yeah. That was his, his words. Yeah. <laughs> his words. <laughs> you know, you wrote is that, that how down. stars are made. I don't know. Don't ask me. I'm, I'm a podcaster. I'm not a scientist. Is two meteors colliding? <laughs> two meteors collide. That's actually so sounds beautiful like a, and romantic if sounds it's true. Like a, uh, Dave Matthews song or something. If that's not how a star is created, that's a really funny thing for him to say. That'd be like say. just something Ember would say, you know? Yeah, two meteors hitting each other in a star. It's a star exploding. It's like, yeah, when two clouds smack each other and there's a rainbow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, what? Okay. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, but yeah, those two, they are making yeah, out. Yeah, they have a heavy makeout sesh. And uh, yeah, I think jo- Zach did then a good job of, of chatting with her afterwards. So, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. hold up. Lee just pulled up the article to explain to us how a star is formed. Evan, do you want to read this? Stars form from an accumulation of gas and dust, which collapse due to gravity and starts to form stars. The process of star formation takes around a million years from the time the initial gas cloud starts to collapse until the star is created. So what you're telling me is it's not two meteors. (laughs) Not quite. Not quite. Oh, and it says here, if two lovers meet each other, then a star is made. So I get, okay, okay, I see that. Same thing. I do all right, see that. All right, all right. And that's I do the, see that now that he, where he got this. Science this is kids here. science. Got it, got it. You know what? <laughs> he, he researched, he got his from broscience.com. That's bro science. Yeah. Bro, two meteors come together. Combined with love and, you know, manifestation, create a star. <laughs> all right. Where, where I mean, we? no shade to Zach because I didn't even know how Honestly, in the world it happened. So you know yeah. what? I bought it when he said I two meteors hit form a star. I'm it. like, you know what? Sounds good to me. Sounds really Won't good. Won't question it. <laughs> you know what? I mean, if two meteors collide, they might make smaller meteors. Whoa. And that's some kind of thing you of know, love family. Oh my god, the, ba- right the baby, the baby meteors, the meteor babies. Ooh, look like oh, at little meteor baby little meteorites. Oh, okay. God, we're so embarrassing. <laughs> All right. Oh, we're all like, guess what else? <laughs> I like I a meteor this. baby. I know. I love it. Um, okay. So next we have the group date. Um, now, this is where... Everyone's skipping down the road holding hands. Everyone is skipping down the road holding hands. They are so excited to spend time together and yes. maybe a little bit with Zach. Yeah, um, seriously. I think but he lets them know. He's like, we're not going to have any sort of like violent football competition. Yes. Uh, this week we are simply eating, drinking, partying, having a good time. It does turn a little violent for poor Gabby, who apparently all of their date was surrounded by shellfish, which she is allergic to. Tragic, because he's feeding the women shellfish, throwing shellfish in their mouths, enough so that she felt like she lost many potential connection opportunities due to shellfish. True. I can't even kiss him because he said shellfish. Question though, side note. Yeah. If you have a shellfish allergy, if someone asks you on a date, do you feel like you have to disclose that? Because there's a level of like, oh, I'm going to take you to my favorite sushi spot. You know what I mean? Like if you have an allergy that's that intense. Yeah. Do you feel like you have to say it to the person asking you out? Oh, how's Friday? Friday sounds good. Cool. I got it. I'll pick you up at seven. 
just as a heads up, I have a shellfish, shellfish allergy. I feel like you have to disclose that or the night's awkward. You know what yeah. I would probably do? Because I wouldn't want to be like, I don't know why. I, I just wouldn't feel like saying beforehand, like, just FYI, I have a shellfish allergy. <laughs> yeah, giving them, like, your dietary restrictions <laughs> yeah. while they're booking your date is even the most though, romantic yeah, vibe. Yeah, even though it's like allergy goes quite far beyond dietary restrictions <laughs> no, where you're like, it feels oh, like I could that. pass. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I would probably, if I had a shellfish allergy, I would probably just have an extra reservation booked 15 minutes from when the original reservation was booked somewhere close by. So I'd be like, if I'm, I'm just going to bank on the fact that we'll go somewhere where I can eat something. Like, let me make something clear to you. If I'm going on a first date, I'm too nervous to eat anyway. So even if we go somewhere where there's a lot of shellfish, but if, but if I, I, I'm she like, eats uh, it, you can't kiss uh, him. That's what I'm saying. This is like a problem. Yeah. Then I guess I would I would have another reservation booked and I'd be like, okay, if we walk in and it's, you know, some sort of seafood, sushi, whatever, I'm like, no, 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 no. I'd be like, hey, I'm so sorry to do this, but like I do have a very bad shellfish allergy and I'd be playful about it too. I'd be like, you know, maybe if we want to have maybe a little kiss later. Like yeah. that that's how bad it is. Like I can't, I can't and kiss. And then you guys you. show up to your restaurant. It's a Thai restaurant, but he has a peanut allergy. <laughs> oh no. And then that's when you just say, we tried. And then you just go your separate ways. Yeah, and then you just go your separate ways. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Well, there was more drama than just this shellfish. Yes. This was where we actually saw some drama going yes. down, um, which I have a lot of thoughts about. Love it. Um, other than this drama of the episode, we had Brooklyn's date. And other than that, there's really... Yeah. Not too much no, more. No, no. It was a pretty low key. Yeah, so low key, but let's talk about this drama yes. and we can briefly discuss Brooklyn and yeah. then hop into some V day. Oh yeah. Stuff. Um, but for myself, the drama that went down in this episode is that um, Anastasia pulled Zach aside and they were having, they were in the middle of doing a limbo moment together. Zach was standing by the limbo bar and he's like, let's see how flexible you ladies are. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what I'm working with. <laughs> and he stood by the bar. I don't think he yeah. ever did the limbo. No. He just watched them. Well, she did that. And he was right up against where they were bending. He was like, nice. He was kind of like, impressive. Yeah, he'd like help <laughs> a little bit if they needed it. <laughs> Good. That'll work. Nope. Not enough. For what I like to do. He had his checklist where he's like, not getting a rose, getting a rose, yeah, not right. getting a rose, just determined on how bendy. <laughs> Puts him through like a combine. Yeah. All right, now do the splits. Now run a 40. I need you to be this, this, this. But And then Anastasia does that kiss thing, which was brutal. Yeah, where she was like, I need a kiss for good luck. And he then was like, on the cheek, which was super. I thought she, he was going to like, let it happen. But he literally almost like looked around, almost like producers, this is okay. And then yeah. like, okay, how about a little one right here? And it was well, like, oh, clearly he wasn't vibing her that much because yeah. later he does send her home and he even makes a statement where he was like, the connection never was really there yeah. that much. So yeah. he's probably like, I've got my top four right now and I'm down to kiss them and grab their legs in front of all the rest of the women, but I'm not willing to yeah. do it with someone who I'm not vibing with that much. That's yes. the vibe I was getting a little bit. Yes. Um, but she's like, give me a kiss. And he's like, for the cheek, on the cheek, that was awkward. And then she pulls him aside immediately. And all the women are a little bit like, dude, we were in the middle Tweet. of a whole group thing. But listen, I get that that's the name of the game. You got to pull the lead when you have the opportunity. It didn't bother me at all. No, I no. Like, I was like, well yeah, go, go for it. Do it. And yeah, good move. Honestly. I mean, no one else is doing it. 
But then Anastasia takes him aside and they're talking and they seem like they've been actually talking for like a minute, you know, a, a moment. And then Kylie is like, I need to have a moment connecting with him. Yep. I haven't connected with him at all. She goes over and I'm sorry. We'll get into this, but like in the most sweet way. I mean, she walked over and she literally was like holding her hair into two pigtails almost. She's like, hey guys, um, so sorry. I know this is like so very, very awkward, but like, can I snag him for just a moment, Anastasia? And Anastasia is like, give me five more minutes. Yeah. And Kylie's like, um, I was thinking maybe right now, is that okay? And Anastasia's like, no, I said five more minutes. And then Kylie says, oh, you know, this makes me feel so awkward. I really don't want to do this. This is so awkward. Like, you know, I don't like to get into a fight. Let's not, let's not do yeah. this. And her exact words were, um, let me pull this up. Come on, girl. You know, I don't like to fight. And then Anastasia looks at her and goes like, trust me, I am not going to fight with you or get into a fight with mm -hmm. you. And then Kylie ends up getting Zach. They talk. Meanwhile, Anastasia is initially telling Greer and then jumping around the entire group of women. I think everyone's been having a little bit to drink. Mm -hmm. That's the vibe I'm getting. Mm -hmm. But she's telling everyone that she felt scared yeah. that Kylie was going to fight her. And my jaw is on, on the floor. And she was straight up talking shit. And she was creating false rumors about the level at which this situation got. And she felt frustrated that she got, that she got pulled. And instead of just kind of taking it on the chin, uh -huh. it became like this, let me... You know, it, it, you could tell it got worse. At first, it was like, yeah, it was annoying. She came out of nowhere. And I'm like, I... Because the first one was, I've always, like been respectful of everybody else's like time. And then the next one was like, and she was like coming at me. And then the third one was like, I was afraid. Like, and then she's just getting more out of pocket about the whole thing and creating this like false narrative of what actually went down. Yeah. And so of course yeah. we went back and re we rewatched that part. And I was like, Kylie was like, um, so sorry. You know, I don't like to fight. So she didn't even say the exact term that Kylie was even referring to. And then the whole, like, I was scared. She's going to fight me. I'm like, Kylie. Well, obviously Kylie. Yeah. She, are you joking yeah and she didn't even say she's like i don't like to fight yeah, like basically say, i don't like to fight. have a but even if she would have said to her i don't want to fight you right now she clearly doesn't mean like get the gloves out <laughs> no. and let's have a blood match to see who hangs out with him it's like clearly this is like a fight for the time right it's even like less than that no. it's like so ridiculous it was so far from what anastasia was saying it's like Okay, give yeah. me a break. This is ridiculous. Kylie, Kylie. Well, then what turned from Anastasia being like, this is how Kylie was being. And then Kylie was hearing that she's reporting that around. So, of course, Kylie's like, are you joking? Yeah. I absolutely did not. And that's not. What is she talking about? And then they go into the night portion. And if I'm Kylie, I'm like, Anastasia is going to. Go tell Zach, like she's told all these other women. So now I'm going to make sure that I get ahead yes. of this situation. I would do that exact exact thing. So when um, Zach in that evening, you know, he when he sat down with Kylie, Kylie immediately was like, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm not doing great because this has kind of been what's going down. Yeah. Um, and tells him about what Anastasia was saying. And obviously Zach was there. So he knew that Kylie was not like 
saying like, I'm going to fight you. That's the problem. So yeah. then right away, Zach is kind of picking up what's getting laid down. And he's like, really? Like she said, oh, okay, okay. And then I think there was some editing that happened. Maybe not. But then Kylie starts telling Zach about that Anastasia is here for the wrong reasons. We see later Kylie tell Zach or sorry, that Kylie tells some of the other women that Zach was asking about Anastasia. I believe that he probably, and that was probably edited out, I believe that after she brought up the drama with her and Anastasia earlier, that Zach probably was like, has anything else like this happened in the house? And that Kylie was like, well, maybe not a confrontation, but I did hear that Anastasia, and it wasn't through me, I didn't hear it specifically, but Charity mentioned to me that Kylie was talking about how at least if we're in the top 14, we'll all get 50,000 followers each. And then Zach is triggered AF. Zach does not want anyone here for the wrong reasons. Zach is like... This scares the shit out of me. Yeah. I'm feeling very triggered and very nervous Dude, by this. he is immediately tweaked. He tripped out he tripped. hard immediately. My take on that whole Kylie situation was that Kylie, um, she saw the possibility of like, she could start talking about me if they, you know, if we start having a conversation, I can control the narrative here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So she gets in there and she goes, uh, well, it was a little awkward today. It's like, why? Oh, because she ended up kind of spreading rumors basically about me that I was, I felt like up until that point perfectly played. Cause for me, I go, okay, you address the situation that you both are aware of. Yeah. You're, you're telling him you were being misrepresented. Yeah. He goes, that's bullshit. Like you didn't say that at all. Yeah. So, so there you're completely in his favor. You are absolutely right. Yes. He feels sorry for you. Yes. That a rumor was created about you. Yes. Right there, all there is in the twinge in his mind, Anastasia, interesting. I don't know why she would do that. Kylie's really nice. Sorry she was represented. I feel bad for her. Up until that point, super clean. The second you bring in something that has nothing to do with the situation you were in, however you want to look at it, now you are involved in drama. And I'm always a big advocate for like, even if that other person goes home, in his mind, there still is just this connection. And we all know that like that connection and we see it with Zach specifically, he hates drama. So <laughs> yes. I feel like even if you're correct in outing that person, you've now just involved yourself. And she knew it because she because she's panicking. But that's the thing, though, is that I that's why I believe that we see Kylie panicking. Right. Is I don't think that she initiated that. Call. I believe deeply that that was edited out. You think I they would set just, her I up would, for it? I think I don't think they set her up. I think that Zach asked. I think Zach was like, "What else happened in the house?" Because she alluded to that numerous times, where she's like, "Well, Zach was asking me about Anastasia." Mm. So I and then watching then Kylie later when then Anastasia gets sent home, seeing her panicking, going. I didn't want this to happen. I didn't want it to go yeah. this far. I didn't want to be the person who sent someone home and she is like tripping out. I don't think that there was any part of Kylie that was like, I'm going to go out of my way to share this about Anastasia thinking that she's going to go home. I think that she told Zach about what happened earlier that day. And then I think that he probably asked, maybe not, maybe I'm fully off on this, but that's the vibe I get that he asked what's going down. And then she shared it. And then maybe she regretted sharing it, even though, Listen, and that's what I have to say. My whole long version of this cut down because mm-hmm. I think this part of the drama is just kind of like 
everyone wants followers who goes on this show. Right. It's 2023, right? This show has been around for a hundred years. Yeah. Okay. It's been a long ass time. People go on and I believe two things to be true. I think you can go on and hope to find, you know, what's amazing you know what's the best thing in the whole world is if I find love and get a shit ton of followers to help make money. Right. That's great. Right. There's nothing wrong, in my opinion, with going on the show, hoping to, you know, you're going on reality TV, going on the show, hoping to get some followers and also hoping to maybe find the person that you love. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there, there are definitely people out there who are more like, yes, there I don't are give the a occasional the person lead. that just like got signed up by their friends yeah. and they don't care about followers at all. And they work a normal job and they live a normal life on the whole though. That's not the case. And I think that some, sometimes it's that like third wall that we're like that, that veil that's being pierced of like, you're here for the wrong reasons. And yeah. it is, it is a little silly when it's like, what do you, what do you mean? Zach, you're the bachelor just because you want to find love or that's, is there an element of like now you have a career that's my thing when, <laughs> I mean, like when, there is an element of this when, so to ignore that is a little if i was someone sitting down with a lead and the lead accused me of being there for the wrong reasons because i wanted followers i'd be like okay i would i'll ask you you were once on this show not as the lead am i are we Am I missing something? Right, 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 right. Are we right, on right. the same show? It's like the unspoken rule. Are these cameras everywhere with blinding lights in our faces? The producers keep us up till 4 a.m. Yeah. torturing us with ITMs. Are you just here for love? Or no, come on. Like, there, it's both things are real. Like, I would try to... It's just to, like, it's a contentional ignorance. It's like, I refuse to think about this right. being a very real truth. And I get being the lead and being nervous that someone, the final person that you'll choose doesn't like you at all and exactly. just wants followers. I get that, okay? So I get where that's coming from, but the whole, like, oh my God... I'll say this, we you know, we know Anastasia, that's what she does for work, is she's like a content brand creator yeah, something. or something. So you know the conversation was probably like everyone's hanging out and people are feeling tired, nervous, whatever, and Anastasia is like, you know, probably being a little bit like, Well, I do this for work, ladies, and I'll say this. If you all get at least fifty thousand followers, which we will by about this time, you could make this much money. So yes. like, don't worry, like there, there's a purpose why we're here. And I bet that that's, that's just the casual nature of the conversation. And yes. you're like, okay. But if I was Kylie, the way that Anastasia handled that situation and then ran and told everyone and made up absolute BS rumors. And here's, okay. At the end of the conversation with Zach, Anastasia kept saying like, I can handle being the crazy, she says like being the wild bitch throwing things. But when my character is questioned, then it's a whole different thing. And I'm like, Anastasia, I don't think anyone's actually at home going to be questioning your character about whether you're here for the wrong reasons. But what you did do is you were talking about Kylie's character mm -hmm. earlier, mm -hmm. talking about her scaring you and wanting to fight you. So you're going after someone's character. If I'm Kylie, I would do exactly the same thing. I'd be like, here's what's going on. Yeah. So I think the actual narrative of the whole here for the wrong reasons thing with the followers. Go on the show. Try to get your followers. Take advantage. They're torturing you through the ITMs. You're stressed. You're exhausted. Make that money. Try to get those followers. Yeah. And also find love, maybe, if you can, at the yeah. same time. But, I mean, I just, yeah. But I can say, I just want to make that clear where I'm like, okay, the whole, the whole Anastasia situation, I back Kylie on this one because the way that Anastasia was 
treating her and handling it, I'd be pissed. It's not cool. Right. Agreed. That's yeah. it. That's no, my long winded explanation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. I think, I think it's just, I think personally, I think the following thing is just the dirty word of the show. It's like you can't say it. Just don't say it on the show. Even if you think it, even if everyone agrees, if everyone's on the same page, yeah, Mm -hmm. we want to get some followers. We want to get away from this thing. Hopefully we can fall in love. Oh my God, this is amazing. I'm in love. No one's also pissed that they got followers and no one's going on the show, not hoping they get followers. Everyone's it's a part of the, it's a part of the whole thing, but it's the dirty word. So if you say the dirty word and someone basically hears you saying the dirty words, they can use it against you. Don't say it. Yes. Everyone feels it. Everyone thinks the same thing. Don't say it. Don't say it. That's it. Yeah. Just don't. Anastasia, people you said future. It, as you said it, you pay the price. That's true. You brought it up. You got, you all should know better that you can't talk about, you know, followers ever. Nothing wrong with saying with, with feeling it, but you said it. Therefore you, can't you pay. Say it. It's very true. It's very true. But I, I do, I have to say my heart hurt for Kylie. I'm so glad that he kept her on longer. And I thought that all of the women were so awesome. Like immediately when Zach booted Anastasia out that all the women were like hey just FYI like this isn't on you like he's a big boy he makes his own decisions she said what she said like you don't 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 feel the pressure of that so I hope she's getting love and I hope everyone is blessed with love and followers at the end of this goddamn show okay sex and followers my new (laughs) podcast coming out (laughs) And, and man Zach is the grim reaper of bachelors yeah he heard that from Kylie immediately goes to the ladies and goes, I heard there are people here who are not here with good intentions. And uh, I have been uh, led to believe that there are some of you here. Anastasia, can I speak to you? This go to move. And then he shows up at the cocktail party and he's like, I'm feeling very nervous after this week that there are people here that uh, I, I'm feeling on edge with because I don't know what their intentions are and I don't know how to handle such a tough week. Anastasia, can I talk to you? Yeah. <laughs> there are individuals I who will remain nameless. Anastasia, can we talk? It's just like what? Why do you do these? Why don't you just walk over and say, Anastasia, can we talk? I don't understand why you do these like long-winded intros that are anonymous and then single her out. Like why don't you just walk into the crew, like every other lead ever did, and just goes, Anastasia, can I talk to you for a sec? And they walk out. Uh That's it. That's it. There are certain people (laughs) who may or may not have committed murder in this. A gory, <laughs> horrific murder. They will remain nameless. Anastasia, can I talk to you? It's just like what you literally oh out God. everything they did anonymously and then just name them immediately. It's a, such a strange approach. There's someone who in this group who has not paid their taxes in their entire life. I find that as a problem, especially as an accountant. They will remain nameless. Anastasia, can I talk to you? It's like what? Hey guys, thanks for coming out. <laughs> Brutal game. We lost at the end. Um, a couple, you know, there's a player here that really ruined the whole game. He will remain nameless. Jeff, can we have a conversation? <laughs> it's just like, it's like, what? <laughs> it's like very strange. It's, he just, he's so transparent. It's yeah. the same thing as like, again, if I was one of the women, I'd be like sweating. If I was one of his top four, he can't hide how he feels. No, he really can't. Um, and speaking of, I will say just shout out to, I think two of the women that are also on top of Zach's list currently. He is 
vibing with Charity and he is making sure Charity knows that she is like a safe space for him. He loves to be around her. He loves her energy and he is vibing on Ariel and Ariel did some great work in this episode where when he was uh, getting rid of Anastasia as a player, uh, she was coming in and checking in on him because she was like, I know that this is a big trigger and a worry for you. And she was, those are two. Mm -hmm. We've got some two. And Katie. 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 So far, Katie, uh, Cat, uh, Charity, and Ariel those, are my, those are my are top too. four. Those are the four. Those, those are those my got, top four. Those got some serious... And then Jess is in the wings. Jess yeah, is right true. there. It's Jess is true. right there. And he's got Gabby and Greer and Jess. Brooklyn, and they're all kind of in their own yeah, world. Yeah, Speaking of Brooklyn, her one-on-one. Okay, so yes. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, and then we had the one-on-one with Brooklyn, which, um, yeah, I mean, it went really well. She, she to me, is... Uh, from the beginning has played it perfectly. She's yeah. always done a great job. She's the one that did the lasso thing. Every date, but she did the Which shot. He, he brought up the yep. lasso spoke to him. Yep. The lasso. And I, I said that earlier, I was like, every time she's interacted with him, she is intentional. So there's like a lasso. She does the thing in the bar and she has a shot with mm-hmm. him. Like she's always really well played. I think that they don't have, I think even this date, like, you know, she's just keeping up with them on the, on the ATV and they're cruising she says a bunch of funny things in quirky moments and they have a lot of fun. And it's like, I still think they have a good connection. Mm -hmm. I still think that she's so good at this like dating kind of vibe that he kind of, they have a connection, but it doesn't still feel like it's at the level of those others. Yeah, no, I don't think that it's like the top four that I'm feeling where yeah. he's like there. But their date went really, really well. It I was mean, a funny moment, though, with the knuckles was, was oh, one of the funniest. they started smooching. Yeah. And, and it was then, awkward. There were, she, you could tell she was nervous there for a sec. Yeah, which I don't feel like we see with uh-uh. Brooklyn very much. She was and really she nervous. was nervous. And then they were doing smooches. And then she gave him knuckles. She after pounded him afterwards. Like, Dude, and imagine she's like, getting knuckles after you made it kiss someone. And I was oh shocked that Zach said something. Because normally I feel like he's a little awkward that he would have acted awkward, oh. but then not mentioned it. He was like, what was he goes, that about? knuckles after the kiss? And she goes, no, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. You know, it's like, nice one. You know, and it, it's not like she's like presenting this vibe of like, sup, bro? No, so not at all. Nowhere. So it was a classic, like, what's the... um. What's that? I love you, man. You know, or he's like, he's yes. like awkward and he says all those awkward things. Oh. He's like, thanks, Broven or whatever oh. he says. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he doesn't know how to be like, that was her for a second where I she know. just goes that maybe uh, that kiss was awkward. And we didn't quite connect. And then she just went in for the knuckles. No, she's like, I don't know what to do with my hands after. Yes. And then there's the panic. I fully related to that. I feel like I've done that before in like romantic situations where like all of a sudden there's a vibe and then you don't know how to follow through. It's like kissing like, it. Cause I kiss you know, someone and going nice, bro. Yeah, and you're like, oh, like, I mean, no. God. Why did I just do that? And then they made up for it. They made out in the ocean. Oh, they were kissing. Then they, then they were having some serious smoochies, and yeah. they were in the kit. But it was the a sunset and making moment. out. And they were making out later, too. Yeah, they were they were really vibing. And then they had a really romantic dance later. They did. They did with, with an amazing guitar player and yeah. singer who they didn't give us the name of, which is so shitty. Come on, ABC. Like, this, this man. Because he's not signed to the label that ABC owns or whatever, like all like, the other it's ones. like, can you at least, like, throw up a, a, an a Instagram handle Something. for the love of God? It's he was insane. good, too. Amazing. And it was live, too, by the way. Most yeah. of these aren't live. They're all pre-recorded. Listen to So the don't MD. get it twisted. That guy, was, that guy was live. You could hear it. All the other artists that are on there, those are pre-recorded tapes. Nothing's live. Listen by to the him. way so then the talent of the live recognized so he was actually live and it sounded good it was like a actual real i remember 
when I heard him singing, I thought for the first time ever, like, this is, ooh, I'm really vibing this. It yeah. didn't sound just like a pre-recorded. Come on. You know, so it was just this like super like clean, perfect, like in the sky is out tonight. <laughs> right as they're kissing, it's like, get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Like he was actually like a real moment. No, it was you know? romantic. Yeah. Um, but that was an after the conversation yes. at Brooklyn. And I was really grateful that ABC put up a trigger warning, which by the way, a trigger warning with um, just talking about domestic abuse mm-hmm. and Brooklyn kind of just like was so vulnerable, which, you know, she just had this conversation with Zach where she just let him know about her past with her, with her father. And then also with her last boyfriend, and um, whenever someone goes on the show and is, you know, no one, this conversation is not owed to anyone. This is her story, anyone, any survivor's story. But the fact that she's willing to be so vulnerable about all of this, I'm sure people, so many people listening were able to connect with that. So um, she's she's an incredible woman. And again, just the vulnerability of being willing to share this um, with him, but also then, you know, publicly yeah. that these are the moments where you share stories where so many people listening, this is so helpful. So mm-hmm. yeah, just shout out to Brooklyn. Yeah. And she's a, incredible. She's an incredible person. I mean, you could tell like it was just, they really yeah. right after that, you know? Yeah. I think that he, I, I think Zach does a really good job of, of handling conversations when, mm-hmm. um, someone is being willing to be vulnerable and share these parts of them that are hard and the trauma that they've gone through that yeah. I feel like Zach does do a really good job of, of, um, I agree. being there and listening and, um, yeah, just having good follow through conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. yeah, so then they, they definitely, yeah, it was make out central and they yeah. were, and they were vibing. So yeah, I definitely think, I don't know if she's like, again, if she's top four for him, um, she might be more of a slow burn for him though, yeah. too. I could definitely see Brooklyn actually, now that I think about it, rounding out later in the season. Like clearly this was a really good date. He, they had a lot of fun together. She was so honest and had these in conversations that were so vulnerable and they connected and, uh, Maybe it's just a little more of a slow burn with them. I see some of these women being hot and heavy, romantic, like um, for him, like a real like yeah. rush of romance. And then I see a couple of them being like really easy to be around. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see if the easy to be arounds will kind of grow on him in a way yeah. to almost make more of a lasting thing. Or if it's like the hot and heavy will grow into the, I don't know. It'd be interesting. Yeah. He kind of has two categories of like relationships going he does. on. It's true. It's like it's the chill, true. relaxed energy, really easy to be around each other. And then they're like, I can't keep my arms, like my hands and eyes off of you. So true. it'll be interesting to see kind of how those develop. Yeah, no, you're right. Well, he ended up, he said goodbye to Anastasia uh, before the rose ceremony even happened. And then we had to say goodbye to Mercedes and Davia, which I'm really sad about because both of them seemed so So wonderful. And I really wanted to get to know both of them better. I Mm. love both of their energy. They are both stunning. So hopefully paradise, fingers crossed. Um, But then next week, it, uh, it looks like, they're going to London, Zach's London. dream vacay, uh-huh. uh, and the uh, the drama might be picking up. There seems to be a lot of crying going on. Yes. I'm not 100% sure. And there's this I, big, like, the whole week's wasted thing, he says. We don't I'm, know what that means. And I don't want to say what I think is happening yeah. yet because I don't want to put that energy out there of what I think might be kind of a drama letdown, but we do see him on a Zoom 
So I'm like, is there really drama or is there production issues? Yeah. Why is he on a Zoom? Yes. So we'll see. But you but know we'll what? See. I look forward to we'll it. Look, that, you <laughs> honestly, the love. I actually like this episode. It had like a good energy to it. It was mm-hmm. flowing. There was a little bit of drama, which we haven't had a ton of yeah. lately. So I, I enjoyed it. I it was very, it, it was very easy watching. It was easy watching. I enjoyed it that. Was easy there was some love, real love moments. A little bit of mm-hmm. drama. A little bit of loss. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I enjoyed yeah, it. It was a nice little it. arc. Romance. Romance. Okay, well, speaking of romance, should we go into a, a swift, different direction yes. in regards to romance and yes, listen please. to um, some of our family's stories of their wildest, weirdest, and uh, worst Valentine's yes. Day? let's <laughs> get it. Let's get a little taste of that. Let's dive in. Let's dive into our first. Let's All dive right. into our first. Hi, Mom and Dad. Um, thanks so much for taking the time to listen to my story. Um, I love you guys. Love you. So my crazy Valentine's Day story happened about 10 years ago. Um, I was in high school and I had to get my wisdom teeth taken out over Valentine's Day weekend, um, which happened to be a four day weekend because of President's Day or something. So my boyfriend at the time was going to come over. We were going to hang out, watch movies, cuddle, you know, just like have a chill um, kind of sad Valentine's Day because I had my wisdom teeth taken out. So the day rolls around. I'm like, you know, in surgery and everything. And I like don't hear from him all day, um, which was really weird. And then I found out later that day from his best friend. So his best friend told me that my boyfriend decided to get back together with his ex-girlfriend and just didn't feel the need to tell me, I guess. So yeah, it was pretty shitty. And then his best friend ended up coming over to my house to like console me and make me feel better and (laughs) wouldn't leave. My mom had to kick him out. It was just like a really weird, weird Valentine's Day. (laughs) Um, Anyway, thanks again for listening. And I love you guys so much. Bye. Oh, okay. Hold on a second. <laughs> Babe, you were gone for so long, okay? What did you want me to do, okay? You were we under- didn't think you'd make it. You were under anesthesia for what thirty minutes? Babe, I got shit to do, babe. What do you want me to do? We we thought you were gone. <laughs> That's I, literally like the movie version. Can of that. you imagine your mouth? You you have gaping holes in your mouth, and someone has the audacity to make plans with you to celebrate V Day by keeping you cozy. Probably giving you what? Can you have ice cream, mashed potatoes, soft drinks? No straws. No you don't want to get what's that called? What did I? get socket dry Dry socket socket, no straws but you have i mean it is so scary to go under and do (laughs) wisdom teeth and then they're like oh by the way you come out and you're like oh it's and then your guy's best friend is there waiting for you i love that I like the best friend move because the best friend's been waiting in the wings for years. Yeah, you know, he's, you like, know he's hey, so in love. Oh, man, I'm so sorry. He's always been a jerk. He's also the one that told on his friend. Oh. So that's the classic yeah. move, too. No, but, no, but he see, I think he was sent by the friend. The friend was like, yeah, what, the, no. The friend I'm... sent him? Well, because no. he was like, I'm not showing up. No, no. So he cheats on her while she's under anesthesia. And then the friend rats on him immediately and then is like, hey, 
I am so sorry that that happened <laughs> to you. I cannot like, believe. Jeff is just the worst. I would never do that to you. And he's trying to swoop in at the last minute. He's like, this is my moment. He's like, this is my moment. I'm yeah. going to prove I'm the good guy she always should have been with. And then the mom has to kick him out. because no, then this poor leave. member of the family is like coming out of anesthesia. You know, nothing is like, things don't add up when you're yeah. coming out of that. And you're like, my my boyfriend is breaking up with me and is not showing up and now I'm coming face to face with his best friend and he won't now fucking leave and my mom is making him oh And that you know she didn't horrible. like the friend. You know that she's like, this guy kind of always bugs me anyway. Yeah, you know why what I mean? Why is he always around? Why is he yeah. always around? And he's like, the, oh he's my God. He's always showing is... up. Yeah. <gasps> no. That is a, that's a pretty epic story. That's a, that is a terrible Valentine's Day. And I hope you had a wonderful one this year. Yeah. Fuck that guy. And <laughs> Luckily, it's been a decade since this happened. So yes, you've clearly, that's true. you know, a lot let of us life know, moved on. Let us know if the best friend tried to continue <laughs> to hit you up. <laughs> the best friend? And? It's my husband and they have four <laughs> kids together <laughs> it was a long con <laughs> he, knowing him he probably called the ex and was like get over there he's sad on the valentine's day oh he probably, probably set it all up oh my god all right, all right. Next. let's hear this yeah. other mom is a hero though that's mom yeah. is mom a hero knew. shout mom out knew. to mom mom's like get this guy's ass out of here could smell it. i'm gonna get my get my uh my kiddo cozy mm-hmm. oh my god a nightmare all right here's the next one Hey, mom and dad, it's Elisa. Congratulations on the new podcast. My wild Valentine's Day story is from Valentine's Day 2020. Um, I had met a guy through mutual friends. We'd hung out as a group once um, and went to dinner by ourselves once. So it was way too early for any sort of Valentine's Day activity. But he remembered my line of work and that I said I worked for the state. And he did some Googling and found out which department I worked at and got the address. And he sent flowers to my work for Valentine's Day, uh, which probably would have been a little creepy by itself. But the note he wrote with it actually kind of toned it down a little bit. He said, I hope this is the start of something special. So I, I felt a little better that he acknowledged that it was the start and very early for minor stocking and flower setting. Um, but the wildest part of this story is that you fast forward three years this Valentine's Day. We have been married for a year and a half and we have a little baby on the way this fall. So I guess the moral of the story here is sometimes you can take a wild swing on Valentine's Day and it just might work out. Love you, Jess, Evan, and Ember. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, my God, Elisa. Wow. <laughs> Congratulations to your love. I was going to say, I was like, okay. I was like, yeah, it was, it was a little borderline. It, I was like, the, the recon is a little intense, but you know what? I will say this. I have been watching the show You. Oh, God. <laughs> and... Lee, are you familiar with this show? Yeah, just the first season. Yeah, so... Evan finally started... Evan's yeah. like, have you heard of the show You? It's yeah, like, so- it's been so popular for the past four years. Sorry, I'm late to the game. So Five the show years, You He is, just started watching it. You know, look at you at your job. You know, <laughs> like... My thought was at first, I was like, uh-oh. But it seemed like it really worked out. I, I think... <laughs> I think... Because that's a very you move. They're like, I researched where she went. Da, 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 you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, that borderline <laughs> it's is... It's like, yeah. it's right on the edge. Now, I will say, if you're like, oh, I want to send flowers to someone and I don't know how to get a hold of them. Yeah. And like, all you do is like, you know, find out where they work and like send, a, you know, a, a, a letter or some flowers or whatever and give them your number and see if they respond. If they never respond and then you never persist, 
this, then you're good to go. And that's just yes. you making an effort. Now, if, the, if it would continue, flowers would continue to show up when the person is with, not with acknowledging. Like, and Elisa is saying, hey, you know what? Um, I'm not going to, I'm not responding to these. But, you know, if he, he, he put it out there and she responded and now look at children Amazing. and marriage. Yeah. He probably was like, this might be a little much. It might be a little awkward, but I'm going to try it. Go for it. Yeah. And he made it happen. And look at, they fell in love and it's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> Blessings to you both. That's a Congratulations. Good story. I know this yeah. is a wild Valentine's day story that ended up taking a turn. Dang. I love that. I do. Those are like the movie styles. You it know what is. I mean? Yeah. You literally just like, like that's a movie. I just sent her flowers and said, you know, whatever at work. And then well, and the next meet, thing you know, we're married with a kid. Like, that's crazy. If you meet someone somewhere and you don't know how to get a hold of them, but you're like, that might have been my person. And he must have felt deep in his bones that this might have been my person. Like so it. he found out, sent the flowers and she followed through. And here we are. I'm a fan. Damn. Look at you and your work <laughs> sitting there all the fact that like <laughs> the fact that, that this show was is so popular five years ago and now you're like have you heard of the show is you is, is the most the dad thing i've ever heard yourself pretty good that is actually really yeah. good <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> right, let's hear the next one Hey friends, my name is Bethany. Hi Bethany. Um, my Valentine's story happened this time last year. I had just started dating my now boyfriend um, two days prior to Valentine's Day, so on the 12th. And we had had like a wild tumultuous way of getting to finally being boyfriend and girlfriend. So it was like this huge victory. And we were both so happy and so excited. And Valentine's Day comes around and we have just a chill movie night. Because we just started dating, we weren't going to do anything too big. And my boyfriend decides to bring Delta 8 gummies. And I am not a big smoker. I don't um, do edibles or anything. It just has never really agreed with me. But I continue to try it. And that (sighs) night, I decided to have half of one. Thinking like, oh, what's the worst that could happen? And my boyfriend told me like, oh, I talked to the smoke shop guy. He told me there's no way you could feel like... Any sort of panic with this strain, yada, yada, yada. Um, guess what? I had a panic attack for like two hours, sobbing, crying. I had this just like extreme paranoia because I realized the fact that my boyfriend was a random man that I met off the internet that was now giving me drugs alone in my apartment. And yeah, I cried for hours and we both thought we were going to break up and it was just the worst. And I'm still traumatized to this day. Will not touch it any substance oh my god that's a good one oh my (laughs) bethany just know you are seen okay myself and the weed i talked about it on chatty broads before that i was like i started like dabbling again into weed Mm. because i had a horrible first trip like similar (laughs) to what happened with you bethany and then i started dabbling in and i was like oh i like this it's nice like it's relaxing me well guess what i did I had a little too much of a gummy like you, Bethany. And Evan was, it was one in the morning and Evan was in the middle of, well, pooping. <laughs> and I wasn't pooping at one in the morning. It was, it wasn't that late. It was like, it was like, um, we were going to bed. So it wasn't like I just got up in the, because you know, I don't poop in the middle of the night. That's kind of a wild move. But like, <laughs> does anyone do that? Does anyone wake up at one and poop? But like, we were going to bed. It was late. And I was just going to quickly just, uh-huh. you know, check the bathroom out. You're case, 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 case. And I remember the first thing you said to me. What did I say? I think I'm dying. 
Yeah, I ran and I had fallen asleep and I woke up because the edible hit me so hard yeah. out of nowhere that yeah. I go, I get up and I'm like, I'm dying. Yes. And I run into the bathroom and Evan and I, first of all, we never poop in front of each other. It's just something we don't do. Yeah. We don't use the bathroom in front of each other. We just, that's just not our thing. I So he's shocked that I bust in while the door is closed and I grab both. I'll never, I grab both of your legs. Like yeah. you're sitting there and you're fully exposed and I'm grabbing both of your legs and I have my face this close to your face. And I'm like, I'm dying. And you're like, what is going on? Guys, if you ever want a weird experience, do like have that done to you while you're mid bathroom. I mean, it is terrifying. And so, <laughs> and so Evan had to spend the next like six hours calming me down because yeah. I thought that I was, you know, an amoeba. I thought yeah. that my speech, I was unable to speak. It was yeah. truly terrible. Uh, epic, epic. Wow. And me and you've had an insane high story where we freaked out and got super way too high. So yeah. we've been in your position. Yeah. It's a terrifying, terrifying. <laughs> I, I recognize feeling. that. I'm so sorry. You know, this Valentine's Day, uh, maybe uh yeah, like you said, you're you're done with the substances. So hope yeah. you had a clear Valentine's Day. It yeah. <laughs> was romantic and you remember. Gosh, <laughs> that is the worst. Good story oh though. God, you know, good story. terrifying shit like this always makes for good stories, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> Should we do another one yeah, and then one I'll more. and then yeah. I'll share my worst Valentine's right. Day? Okay. Okay, so my worst Valentine's Day ever was when I was a sophomore in high school. I had this boyfriend, if you could even call it that. We literally never hung out just the two of us. We had the same group of friends, so we only ever hung out with our friends. Anyway, it was Valentine's Day and I decided that today was the day we were going to hang out just the two of us. So I texted him asking if he wanted to go get ice cream. And he said, no, I'm playing Halo with the boys. So I stayed home and ate heart-shaped pizza with my brother and sister. And then the next day he broke up with me because he said I was expecting too much from him. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Lee's love you guys. Dying. Bye. Lee's, Lee's dying. done this to someone before. That's exactly what <laughs> Lee is like healed over in his chair like <laughs> lee did that to someone a hundred percent in high school he's like dude i i that was me uh, now he's like that was me why is my ex calling wow oh expecting too much you know i love that move no babe i'm playing call of duty with the boys on valentine's day you expect too much and then, and then the next day but then he waits because he's like i, I don't want to break up while I'm playing video games, because that's like too much work. It's going to take me away from my Call of Duty. I'll just do it when I have more free time, which is tomorrow. Oh, my God. You expect too much. Oh, I will tell <laughs> you, there are, whenever I hear the Valentine's Day horror stories, it is so often some of the men out here being like, you expected too much. And <laughs> the level of like non-expectation is unbelievable. This reminded me, by the way, of an email that I saw that came through from one of the members of the family. And then I'll get into my worst Valentine's Day story before we do a quick oh, we uh, call that. home. I don't no, think we, we need to do that we can one. share that one. Okay, you know, fine. speaking of like the halo sure. situation, like I'm busy, I don't have time. Sure. We can talk about that. But there was a family member who wrote in and told a story about a uh, boyfriend that they were dating at the time that was cheating on them after a horrible Valentine's oh Day situation God. earlier where uh, she she went over and she, uh, he asked where she wanted to go and she's like, anything but Thai food. That's how I feel. 
and then he took her to Ty and she's like what you know whatever just just being a mess and then while he was sleeping she finds nudes that he was sending to another girl on his phone wishing her happy Valentine's Day. So he was sending dick pics. He was sending dick pics and he was cheating on her and she was like fuck this guy so she calls a friend of hers to come pick her up from this asshole's house and her friend pulls up to the house and her friend has a huge penis drawn on the side of her car in Vaseline and little dicks all over the windshield in Vaseline because her car had just gotten vandalized when she was working that day. So her friend (laughs) picked her up. In the dick car. With a car covered in dicks after she had been treated terribly and then find out that her boyfriend's cheating on her and they drive away with her getting post-cheated on in a full Vaseline-covered dick car. Oh. I mean. My God. We're out here living moves. Vaseline. Jess, the other Jess who sent that. Yeah. I could not believe. I have never heard of that. No. Drawing on someone's car with Vaseline. It's probably very impossible to get off. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. So you just have tons of just, You just get picked up after being having a horrible Valentine's Day. Your boyfriend just treating you like shit. And you find out that he's cheating on you sending dick pics to someone else. And then you get picked up in the Vaseline dick car. And you know what? Honestly, it's iconic. It is iconic. It's iconic. Oh, it's iconic. Now, it's one a thing moment. I will say, at least they kind of are sad together. And they're kind of, you know, they that's can kind of console each, each other. other. No, that's a fun story. And then you they just say, I mean? fuck you, world. And they're just driving around in that in vandalized dick, dick car. <laughs> <laughs> that's an insane movie. You have to be like walking out like, I can't believe this happened. I mean, you look up and she's like, hi. And it's just like, what the, what is going on with your car? It's like... <laughs> It's so epic. It's absurd. All right. Well, I'll be honest. None of my worst Valentine's Day stories are that bad. In fact, I feel like in general, Valentine's Day for me has always been pretty low low key. Like either you have romanced me, especially when we were young and it was a whole thing. Or like in general, like I said, my family growing up was always just like friends, family. It was just, you know, a card here. And that was kind of what it was. It was just a moment to tell each other how much we care about each other. And that's normally my expectations. But one year I got swept up in my expectations Mm. because um, Evan and I were broken up at the time. And him and I, a few weeks before Valentine's Day, had hooked up for the first time since our breakup. So we hadn't really seen each other much. And then we ended up bumping into each other and we had kind of like a wild hookup situation and we knew we weren't going to be getting back together, but, you know, the passion was there. So over the next like six weeks before Valentine's Day, Evan and I are regularly texting and calling each other again and hooking up. I know that we both are like, we're not getting back together, but in the back of my head and heart, I'm like wanting to get back together, even though I know we shouldn't. So valentine's day rolls around i'm in college and evan's back home he's working you know whatever and i convinced myself that evan was gonna show up at my school and surprise me and normally i am not wired in the way where i'm just like you know whatever i'll just go on with my life i'm not thinking about anything when i tell you that i had like spun a fantasy in my mind that I knew with every fiber of my being because Evan's always been a pretty romantic guy and so I'm like this feels like an Evan move to just out of nowhere since we've been hooking up and talking again to out of the clouds he'll show up at my college like at the doorstep of my door with flowers and be like I think we should get back together and I'll be like 
no, it's fine. Not yet. I don't know. And I'll turn him down. But like, you know, we'll hook up and I'll accept the flowers and have a great Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the second I wake up on Valentine's Day, I'm like, I know he's showing up. And when I tell you mi- minutes, the minutes crawled by. I stayed in my apartment most that whole day because I was like, I know he's just going to show up. I know he's going to show up at my front door. And each hour passed and there you were not Mm. over and over each hour passed. Mm. And then by like four o'clock, I'm like, I'm going to send him a text and see like what he's up to and act like it's not Valentine's day and kind of see like, is he going to show up like later and take me out to dinner? I need to be ready, fully prepared. And I send him a message and I'm just like, Hey, like, what are you up to? Like, or something casual, just kind of like, yeah, how's your day been? Blah, blah, blah. I had this going on. Like, what are you, what are you up to? And Evan responds back to me and he goes, I'm actually heading into work right now because at the time he worked at a restaurant, he goes, you know, it's going to be a really, uh, a really busy day, long, long night because it's Valentine's day. So everyone's coming in and that's where it ended. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't say happy Valentine's day. He didn't surprise me and show up at my door. <laughs> he just went to fucking work. And that's why you guys, um, it's important to really, you know, expectations are what make your life good or bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? And um, it let this be a tale. Let this be a tale to, to, to garner expectations and realistic expectations. Now, here's the reality. Okay, everybody. <laughs> I was moving to England. You were going to be in England for like six months. Yeah. I was moving to England. So for me to, to swoop down like the night and do that to her right as I'm about to move would have been an asshole move. It's true. Oh, but I've come because I would have been like, Oh, you're amazing. You're amazing. Here's this, here's this romance, romance. And then bye. And then it would have tied you up even more. Now here's what I will say. Uh I, I will say that, I think I could have been better by saying, sending a card and saying, I care about you so much. I think it's important that we don't spend a day together because I feel like it's maybe giving us some bad expectations, da, 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 but I care about you so much. And da, da, da. like, it, like there, there's a nicer way than, than just to <laughs> ignore the day existed. And then when she texts me like, yeah, I didn't work. Hope you have a good one. Peace. That is it's, not it's cool. super busy. Cause that's it's a dick move. Valentine's and I think day. I kind of, I kind of viscerally, viscerally remember like, not knowing what to do about that day feeling well, like yeah. tense I, being like Aah. you know it, truth be told at the end of the day like you know i set myself up for that we may, had made it clear that we weren't dating we were just hooking up yes. you had made that clear i had made that clear to you too <laughs> i had said i just want you know a fuck buddy and you know i was all caught up in a situationship energy with you yeah but uh Ultimately, it would have been way more painful if you would have showed up, romanced me, and then dipped and on then me dip. without being my boyfriend. Be like, Cheerio, love. <laughs> I'm off to bloody England, darling. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's true. And then, you know, ultimately, I did have a great first date with someone else later that yeah, night. Yeah, <laughs> she did. So I don't want to hear this cry because then she got swooped up by a, by <laughs> that same guy that tried to swoop, swoop up the... <coughs> sorry. By the same guy... That tried to swoop up the uh, person who was in surgery. Mm-hmm. 
He came over to her house. He did this classic move. Oh, Mr. Anesthesia came. came over to her house and did a classic like, oh, wow, I can't believe he did that. Yeah. We should hang. It's true. Let's be real. I did. I had a full Mr. Anesthesia show up and be like, you seem sad. And I was like, I'm so sad. And then he took and me on like, a great date. Yeah, exactly. So didn't yeah, turn out so, too yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's BS, dude. Like, okay, so for a couple of hours it was sad and then you got swooped up. Because you're the love of my I life. I was working so. <laughs> in the shift. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, thank you to everyone who sent. I know a yes. bunch of people sent some stories. Thank you for all those being willing. I know we that it's not it. Valentine's Day anymore after this week, technically, but I don't know. Maybe every once in a while, a good Valentine's Day story from some of the ones that were yeah. sent that we didn't listen to would be a fun little yes. tale. We love mm. a good story. Um, should we do one call home yeah, call? Yeah, let's do it. Let's yeah. do one do call, call home, home to wrap call. this episode yeah. up. Hi, mom and dad. Um, I'm just calling in with a question about planning a bachelorette party. Um, I am my best friend's maid of honor. And obviously that means I get to plan the bachelorette party, which I'm super excited about. I have so many good ideas. I know exactly what my best friend would love to do. um, And I want to make the day really special for her. Um, It's actually going to be a weekend. So I guess my question is, how would you recommend me planning a party that um, all of the other guests feel comfortable attending um and is also something that i know my friend would really love um definitely don't want to put anybody out um by inviting them to a full weekend of activities but i also think my best friend deserves the world so if you have any thoughts let me know thanks bye yes let's talk bachelorette (laughs) yeah Ah, you can hire me with this outfit on baby i'll tell you that much Show up at a good time, ladies. Sorry. Married with a kid. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I just sit there and go, yeah, I just honestly, I'm married with a kid. It's fine. I... <sighs> anyway, how are you guys doing? You guys doing good? Can you guys buy me a drink? <laughs> I need one right now. <laughs> my my wife's on her Palantines. <laughs> They get away and I'm down here in Cabo with you ladies. And I know this is not what you wanted to hear, but (laughs) (laughs) these are remind me of me and Jess. Actually, this is really hard. (laughs) I'm so lonely. Um, Okay. Jess, Jess is the master at this, by the way. This is, this is her world. I love planning a getaway. If I could go like replan my own bachelorette party, I would not that my, my friends did such a great job, but I just get off on planning trips. Like it, I wish I could have just planned my own because I would have had so much fun just planning all the details of my own bachelorette. Um, okay. You seem like such a wonderful friend. And so first of all, my biggest suggestion would be, um, the friend is the focus. I think it's so nice that you're being so sensitive to all the guests to make sure that they also have a great time. Um, But your friend is the focus. If your friend is having a great time, that's what it's all about. Um, I know one thing that can be difficult is money when it comes to these bachelorette and bachelor parties, they can get so expensive. So I would say as an, as an attendee, the only thing that I can get caught up with is how much money I'm expected to spend. Other than that, I'm sorry, but if I'm attending a bachelor bachelorette party 
and I'm going to come in with a shitty attitude because I don't like exactly what we're doing. That's on me. Like you can't control that. So you don't, you can't like be worried about making sure that, you know, uh, I plan the perfect trip for everyone. It's like perfect trip for whoever the, uh, the bride or groom or whoever getting married is. I think that's the, the right focus, but I do think money can be something that you can focus on a little bit. So if that's maybe sending a group message out to everyone and kind of getting an idea of like financially where everyone's comfortable, I think that's a really great place to start and not sending it in a group message so that people then feel uncomfortable, but sending a private message to everyone and being like, Hey, I was looking at about this price range, but I know that some people, and even if you're lying, to make anyone feel better. I know some people are feeling a little like it's a little tight monetary wise. Like, is this okay? Or would it be more comfortable in this range? Or are we good? Like feel out where everyone's going to be okay price wise spending. Um, that would be a big focus for me. That's of huge. making sure that everyone is happy because I get going into then a bachelor bachelorette party being like, fuck dude. I already got like work off for this or whatever, which is already a lot. And now I'm spending all this money and I'm stressed out because the actual wedding is going to cost money too with like the dresses or the suits or whatever. Agreed. I think that's a big one. I think that's great. My little advice would just be pace, pace of the, of the, of the trip. The flow. If you kind of like catch the energy of the people, if people are like, oh, this is a heavy drinking crew, realize don't book anything until 1 PM because everyone's going to be slowly waking up and chilling and hung over and tired and like getting food. But if, oh, no one really drinks. Okay, cool. You can do a little earlier thing, you know? So I would just think about the pace of the day and how to recover from each activity. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're going to be going, uh, taking a boat and being on the water all day long. Okay, that means you're going to be tired and sunburned. That means yeah. you're going to need an hour or two before dinner to kind of recalibrate. You know, just think about pace and that'll allow you to kind of have a really fun trip. A thousand percent. And I'm going to you- wake up hungover at 8 a.m. to do some activities. Brutal. Yeah, so, no, <laughs> just yeah. like pace it out. No, vibe it out is good for yeah. sure. And then also like whatever the bride, like so for you, whatever your friend for her wedding wants, like does she want to rage? Find out from her yeah. is specifically if she wants to rage or if she wants to super low key bonding trip or if she wants a combo of both. Yeah. Focus on what the bride or groom wants and then everyone else can figure it out from there. Yes. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, let's just say the bride wants to rage and the people going to the bachelorette party don't really want to. Well, if they really don't want to that bad, some of them won't show up and you'll have more fun with the people who show up who want to rage anyway. 100%. And vice versa. If a bunch of the people want to be, if the bride wants to be low key and the people are like, no, we want to rage. Well, the ones who want to rage might then go out alone and be partying and then you'll have fun with the people who want to be low key at home. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think pacing is great. I love an ebb and a flow in a bachelor bachelorette party. Like, you know, when you get there, you kind of sink in and then you have a moment of like why a first wild night and then you spend the rest of the day, Mm -hmm. the next day chilling, having to come down. You know what I mean? Like have the peaks and valleys for sure. And lastly, Um, I would just say, create, uh, manufacture a little bit of drama. So that, <laughs> so that a couple people could have like a real blowout fight and not talk for a year. Because that's always kind of fun to come home and just be like, yeah, they're not talking anymore. They hate each other. And it's a we night. Now a the wedding's story. a nightmare. And it's weird. And like, you know, like you, you want to be, you want this thing to be memorable or do you want it to just be go off without a hitch? So maybe you just manufacture some sort of like cheating story or something. Anyway. Okay. Off of what he said, just one quick thing. Opposite of what he's saying, as the maid of honor, I will say, um, I think something that you can really do while the, um, 
the bachelor party is happening is obviously you're already putting together everything. So that's a lot of work. Um, but I think there's always someone at one of these parties who is, and I've talked about this on Chatty Broads before, but there's always some someone at one of these parties that is kind of, sorry, but like the stick in the mud. Sure. Who's having a rough go, who's kind of making the whole thing a bummer. As the maid of honor, what you can do to help out your friend, the bride, is hyper-focus on the stick-in-the-mud person and make sure they're okay so the bride can have a good time and not be stressed, worried about that one random friend that's bumming everybody out. Agreed. So Find I, the room with the lock from the outside. Lock them in their room <laughs> when you go out, and then you can unlock them when you come back. <laughs> no but i agree you got it that that's always a, a bit of a situation yeah, because like the one the, or two people that are tough because you're mixing friend groups together and then the bride mm. who's the centerpiece can get stressed out and yes. you don't want her to be worried about all of this you want her to have a great time so if you i know it's not fun but if you really just handle the person who's like the drama or the stick in the mud or whatever is going on then your friend can take a deep breath and just have a good time. I think those are the biggest focus. And other than that, you'll have fun anywhere you go if that energy is good. Agreed. So enjoy. Have a great time. Report back. Yes. We love a bachelorette party. We love it. We love it. We love you all. We love you all. Happy Happy Valentine's week, month, year. It's always Valentine's Day here because we just love all of you and we We love love each other. Love you, babe. Love, love you, you all. Love you, Lee. We love will you, see Lee. you yes. next week. We'll see you next week. Woo.